It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 12 of the Andy Campbell Championship Show, only on Ace Podcast Nation. I am your host, Sai, and I'm joined by ex-Premier League and Championship striker, Cardiff City legend, Mr. Andy Campbell. Uh, we have three main featured games from the weekend's rounds of matches in the Championship, which we focus on, as well as talking all the other games, giving our two-for-two, two, where we select two players each who have uh, either had a nightmare or a blinder. Andy will answer your questions, no matter how weird they may be. And in Can't recent wait. weeks, they have been. They're, they're pretty good this week, actually. They're pretty, like, they're well-behaved. Oh, uh, disappointing. Oh, no. And then we finish off with the soon-to-be award-winning 10-second segment that is Fake Geordie Bingo Lingo, where Bingo, Andy Lingo. teaches me something about his northern culture, whether it be a food like last week, bit of slang yeah. a well-known phrase yeah yeah joining me ready. to talk yeah, he's ready he's always ready born ready born ready that's it <laughs> joining me to talk about all these subjects provide expert insight and analysis is the one and only the goal scoring machine the qpr dream killer mr andy campbell welcome mate good evening my friend i'm all good mate yeah i'm looking forward to this one yeah, this one it's. Been... it's uh, I think it's. I think it's when we have an international break. It, you know, what I mean, it gets me. Uh, gets me. Gets me mouth watering. Ready. Ready for the next one. I think uh, I miss it. I miss it. It was. It was good last week, by the way, to talk about different stuff. But then, I don't know when the game's happening. You see all the goals, and you see the Friday night games, the Saturday morning game. It's just want to get back into it. Yeah, it was a weird one last week because um, obviously, like we talked about the home nation games, and I was, you know, it's different, and it's I quite enjoy it sometimes. I've enjoyed the two shows we've done on the like the home nation games and like the international break, even though I'm not a massive fan of the international break. 
And yeah. uh, I enjoyed, like, we both went off on one a bit about, like, the racism and the stuff with England and uh, Bulgaria, and rightly so. Yeah. But, like, it's a different subject to talk about, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's not the same, is it? It's not, it's not the same. I think you get, we're getting... Uh... We're getting controversy in like one game, but then there's so much to talk about in in the ten games. It's just the championship is just a just a different animal at the minute. It's just uh, it seems to be the gift what keeps on giving. Yeah, I mean, it's a minefield, isn't it? Trying to yeah. predict, predict predict the results, which uh, and funny enough, for me and you. <laughs> oh, I know, Jesus Christ! Do you think about those uh, predictions of the start of the season, mate? When are we going to tell everybody that was a joke at the start of the season? I know. We, and we really we really didn't say all that. Yeah, we wrote down our real predictions and. Uh, <laughs> We'll let, we'll let you know them at the end of the season. <laughs> so um, just before we start off, we're going to do the, uh, I'll do my little plugs. You know, Got to do the plugs, got to do the sponsorship yep. stuff. Um, all the shows and series are available in video format at youtube.com slash acepodcastnation. You might be watching now. And uh, audio at the usual podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Deezer, Breaker, many many more too many to list uh we've brand new mma series launching the weekend or launched the weekend of the 5th of october the danny button mma show where myself and former cage warrior featherweight champion danny button broke down ufc 243 and we have another one coming up on i think it's the 3rd of november for ufc 244 and uh, i've got some really uh really good guests uh mma fans uh so this will be out Wednesday. So Monday, Pat, I did an interview with Cage, former Cage Warriors featherweight champion Paddy the Baddy Bim Pimblet, who had plenty to say for himself, and uh, he was really entertaining. Uh, he what do we talk about? He talks about football, talks about Liverpool and Man United, and Curtis Woodhouse and all these Twitter people who come at him. And he's a scouser, so he doesn't hold back, and he's got plenty to say. He was very entertaining, and. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, and Danny Batten's obviously, he sorted me out with a couple of guests as well. Some uh, Bellator fighter and a couple of other fighters, which I'm hoping to record soon. We also have the returning mental health series coming up uh, over the next week or two. Got a show uh, on addiction with a writer who is a, a recovering alcoholic and porn addict, which will be a very interesting show, as well as a show on schizophrenia coming up. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Away Day Apparel. Away Day Apparel is a group of casually obsessed football fans looking to bring something different to the wardrobes of like-minded people. Football, music, weekend carnage high on the agenda. They aim to bring you exclusive products. They are edgy, controversial, but most importantly current. From t-shirts, t-shirts, polos, shorts to hoodies, jackets and accessories. Stick with them and they aim to bring you terrace wear that will turn heads and provide the cutting edge that we all crave. So yeah, I was thinking I might uh, I might ask Alan from Away Day Apparel to design a Ace Podcast Nation T-shirt for a like an Away Day Apparel one, and then maybe give it away at the end of the season as a prize. I'm thinking. But, yeah. um, I have to see how much it'll cost me first. <laughs> So um, just before we get, not that I'm tight or anything, you know, but you know, to do these things. So yeah, um, before we just go to the football, I wanted to touch on it. We've already talked about like last week we discussed uh, the racist in- instance with England and Bulgaria, and me and you went off on one a bit because we weren't happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did not expect to, or should I say, um, 
And if you guys want to check out and hear what we had to say about that, that was in last week's show, which you can find on YouTube and all the podcast insights. It's a very interesting show. We talked about all the Home Nation games, but also I think we spent about 20 minutes talking about racism in football, uh, in particular the England-Bulgaria game, but also as a general subject and what we would do. Um, and lo and behold, what did UEFA do? Absolutely bugger all. And uh, did, like in the in the the kind of statement where they announced the charges didn't even mention racism and no. like, that's a problem to me like because that's the issue well they set the president mate they set the president with england england got charges as well you know what i mean so that what they're doing the condoning the condoning booing a national anthem the same as they are with racism and i i just i, I can't believe um, I, I couldn't believe what I read, you know what I mean? And, and people resigning from the job. Forget resigning from your jobs. People should have been sacked for some of the comments. You know what I mean? The, the manager should never have resigned. He should have been sacked before the game had finished. And then we would have had a little bit more respect for people. And and then we go whole circle as well. And some idiots who've seen this racism happening decide to go to a football game at the weekend and watch Yeovil and go and throw a bottle spit at and racially abuse a goalkeeper I just honestly mate I just don't know what goes through people's heads you know what I mean and, and this week especially I thought everyone would have kept the nose clean if you are a racist and that's the way that you condone and, and conduct yourself then that's your choice but do not do it four days after the, the, the biggest uh, racist incident in football for a long time and, and do it in a high profile game as the FA Cup unless that's what you wanted to do and you try to get a bit of publicity but it, it's ruining football clubs mate it's, 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 it's tarnished again another football club and this this time it's your villain you know what I mean I, fe- I felt so sorry for um, for the goalkeeper in, in, on, on Saturday and, and his teammates and the manager I seen the manager's interview and he was close to tears and he's not, he said he's known the goalkeeper since he was 14 years old and it's disgusting it's disgusting and we can go about the, on about this all day and you know what I mean for me if your villain being found guilty throw them out the FA Cup Chuck them out the FA Cup so they can't make any more money from it, and 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 the 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 person who's done it will be punished by his own fans, his own people who knows he's done it, and hopefully he'll he'll get he'll get he'll get named, shamed, and and put all over and banned from every football ground in the world for the rest of his life. Yeah, so um, so two men have been arrested, aged twenty three and twenty six, uh, from Yeovil and Chard. They arrested on Monday for racially aggravated common assault, um, both in custody, as far as I know at the moment. But the um, <clears throat> the thing which gets me about it is they're not kids. Like, yes, they're no. young. Like, 23 is quite young. But they're not, like, 17, 18-year-old kids who would, or like who have had a couple of beers, not used to drinking, and playing the fool to older people around them. And you know, Do you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah. 20, 26, you know? I had, yeah. I had two kids by the time I was 26. Yeah. Not that I'm saying that that's particularly old to have two kids by then but you know it's not it's not a baby either and i think you know, there's no excuse there's no excuse for that for their actions you know what i mean and and whatever whatever happens to them you know what i mean there's got to be they've got to make a stand soon because they've got to stop it and they're not going to stop it if if these two idiots get community service or get banned from football grounds you know what i mean throw them in prison and it'll set the president for the next person who decides to do it because that's what it is they've decided to do it do you know what I mean? It's not. Do you know what? Do you know what made me even more is makes it worse is the goalkeeper didn't even save the penalty. They're the abusing yeah. the goalkeeper after they scored the penalty. So they potentially were going to go at the first round of the FA Cup after scoring a penalty, but they decided to throw a bottle, spit at, and racially abuse a goalkeeper. Who's the who's the daftest here? 
Yeah, it's just, it's just oh God, it's just idiot, idiocy, idiocy at its finest. Absolutely. Yeah, it makes me, it makes me really, um, really sad, mate, because yeah. like, and the the chairman of um, the home team, he was he used the word soul destroying afterwards, and I kind of feel like that because I just I looked at the keeper in the like the video and the pictures of him afterwards, and he did look, he looked genuinely like not angry or like like raging as if he wanted to dive into the crowd and smack the blokes which you yeah. know some players have re- you know that's how they've reacted isn't it to, to this sort of thing he looked genuinely hurt and yeah. like he just couldn't believe that in 2019 this is what's happening yeah. um and then of course hearts are now in have opened an investigation after a ranger striker uh, Alfredo Morales was Morales racially yeah. abused on Sunday. Yeah, Italy, Roma have given a lifetime ban to a supporter who was racially abused. Uh, Brazilian defender on social media, and then obviously you had the ink stuff with England, Bulgaria last year, uh, last week. The thing with um, the Bulgaria coach for me was even after the um, after the game, I forget one of the journalists said um, that he denied even hearing or seeing any racial abuse and i was like after what he said before the game he should have been groveling for forgiveness for stoking it up i and agree for him to come out and say that i just oh, it makes me really wow because he, he contributed to that he made that worse beforehand um by the things he said um and i think you said that last week that he was bang out of order and then to say, to, to make out like he hadn't seen anything or, you know, just pathetic, mate. Yeah. Um, so it is just to finish off on this, quick question for you. Last week I was talking to you. I've, I haven't written his name down, which I'm really sorry. Um, but I was talking about the, I'd pulled up an article about the first black player to play for Chelsea. Um, and he had been interviewed in the run-up to England-Bulgaria. And he'd said that... Um, he felt like the racism within football grounds and football fans had got worse than it's ever been. And we kind of sort of briefly compared it to the 60s, 70s, 80s and sort of disregarded it. Um, But maybe I was thinking then over the past week, maybe in the last couple of years, has it got worse and slipped again um, where it's at this level where, you know, it's, it's, you know, we've had a game... All right, in the non-league, but a game in the, the the English pyramid or the British pyramid, which as the teams have walked off due to racist abuse, that's never happened before. So no, has, I it, think has it got worse with um, social media as well? I think I think we're back. I think we're back to square one again, if 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 not worse, um, because because we've made a big thing about it, and rightly so, by the way, because 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 I think I think sometimes when you make a big thing about something, it gets dealt with, but. I think because we made a big thing about it with social media and with TV and with it's given some idiots and individuals an excuse um, to do it. You know what I mean? And they're thinking now, oh, do you know what? Everyone's talking about racism. I'll be racist on Saturday. It's just it's just ridiculous giving yourself an excuse to do something. You know what I mean? Just be a man or a woman. You know what I mean? And be a grown up and be an adult and be you know a role model to people and just don't do it. You know what I mean? There's kids and there's um, yeah, there's people's lives at stake here. You know what I mean? Because you don't know how people are going to react, and it's just, it's just a disgusting um, thing to do to another, another human. Because you know what I mean? We all know uh, 
people from different religions, people from different races. You know what I mean? I played with 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 with, with plenty of players. You know what I mean? From from different cultures and things. And and I'm just I'm just heartbroken for them. And if I was playing football now, I'd be I'd want to walk off because why should I have to listen to it? You know what I mean? Why should if it was the other way around? I'd, I'd like I'd like to think that they were backing me up. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? So well, last but, week we both agreed that the England players should have walked. Um, so the one thing I was happy to see was that both teams walked off. The um, the other team, which I'm really sorry, I can't remember the name. I think it was, uh, what was the other team in the game? Haring- I can't remember. Haring- Harrington, Haring- 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 Haringley Borough. Yeah, Haring- yeah. um, so Haringley Borough, uh, they basically backed them 100% and they said, look, if you're walking off, we're walking off. Um, and then at the end of the game, they went off with a. They went back onto the pitch all together as a show of solidarity, uh, which I was really happy to see. Um, and the the Harrenley coach looked genuinely. Uh, sorry, the Yeovil coach looked genuinely really pissed off, and he looked yeah. like he was. He just couldn't get his head around it at all. Yeah. The the Harrenley coach looked like you said he looked upset and close to tears. The Yeovil yeah. coach just. He couldn't seem to grasp it and couldn't get his head around it at all. Yeah, and but things are, mate. Yeah, also for football reasons, for financial reasons, Yeovil aren't a team who uh, are inundated with money and you know what I mean can't afford to. You know what I mean? That what we on 60, 65 minutes, seventy minutes. You know what I mean? That game was more or less won. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You look at the bigger picture. You know, they're playing against a non-league side on a on a plastic pitch. You know what I mean? They'd probably won the game. So financially get themselves in the FA Cup first round they're going to do the game again and I guarantee you if that game if that game gets replayed um, the home side will absolutely do everything in their power they'll run 10 miles more than they did last Saturday you know what I mean they'll fight for every ball more than they did last Saturday I'm not saying they didn't this Saturday but there's a reason behind it now you know what I mean there's there's more hatred now and the whole of the football pyramid in England will want them to beat Yeovil Town and that's yeah. such such a shame that you know what I mean because I've got no, I've got, I've got no animosity towards the um, Oval. I think it's a, it's a lovely little football club, but for this one game, one game only, I hope they get absolutely walloped in the FA Cup and, and don't uh, don't see the next round. I I kind of hope they get kicked out. To be honest, I don't. Yeah, I so, don't well, think. so do I. So just do I. just uh, just if if nothing else, for the FA to say to UEFA and FIFA, no, this is how you deal with it. Yeah. You 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 don't accept it. You don't make excuses for it. You don't pretend it's not happening. You just yeah, get it done. Yeah. Anyway, so let's, we've had our rant again. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. that's the last time we have to speak about it. Daily and rant. Not because I don't want to speak about it, because I'll speak about it and speak about it until this, something's changed. Yeah. But because it's, I just don't want to speak about it. I think it's... Yeah. It's ruining it's just it's ruining ruining out the good name of a of a lovely sport. You know what I mean? You don't see it in, in rugby you don't hear of it in rugby. Do you know what I mean? The rugby, rugby World Cup's going on. The amount of love and the amount of uh, affection that, that that um different countries are showing each other. And we can't even get on with people from from down the road, you know what I mean? And and, and for, it's just it's just not right. Do you know what I mean? The, the the respect in rugby is just is showing football up and it's it's quite embarrassing really. Yeah, Sunday, Wales in the semi-final, Cardiff Swansea, and my boys, be, and my boys big, playing. Oof. Big game, big oh, big day, big day that is going to be. Big big yeah. day, a few, few shandies. Yes. So, 
first game voted for by the fans, by the people. So this week, instead of me and Andy choosing the three main featured games, we put out uh, three polls. And we asked you, you all lovely people, to vote for what games you'd like to see as the featured games. So the featured games voted for by the people were Charlton Derby, uh, Borough West Brom and Cardiff Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, me and Andy both agreed, not the games that we would have voted for. No. Uh, I think we would have had the Charlton game in there, but we wouldn't have picked the other two. But I think that's what we're going to do. So every Saturday night, I'm going to put up some polls and uh, you guys can vote for what you would like the f- three main featured games to be. We're still going to, you know, we still go through all the other games anyway, but we put just give them the three main ones a bit of extra time and Andy's analysis, as it were. So, uh, yeah, Charlton 3, Derby 0. Our Derby, the first victims of the international break. Um, yeah, it uh, wasn't, a, wasn't a fantastic... Um... Uh, a fantastic start after after an international break for Derby. Um, to be fair, as well as Charlton started like a house on fire uh, and got an early goal from Bonn uh, after some great work by Williams down on the left, cut it back, a lovely finish. Um, obviously, I, I, I seen through the week that, that Wayne Rooney's um, side got knocked out with the uh, MLS, so maybe he could be uh, he could be on his way sooner than than we thought. Maybe he might be. I don't know if that the contract situation allows this to happen, but. Um, after what I saw on uh, on Saturday, I think uh, they need all the experience they can get because uh, they were disastrous. You know what I mean? They just looked all over the place. They didn't really create that many chances. Charlton continued to press in the first half. Should have gone in at least two ahead. I think they missed a couple of guilt edge chances in the first half. After the break, it was just continue wave after wave attacks. Um, Lee Boy was in the stand for his uh, suspension. First game of three, which... Could it have a, a negative impact? Obviously, it didn't on Saturday, which was uh, which was great for them. He said he tried a new formation, and they just looked it just looked effortless for them. They created chance after chance, scored the second goal after set piece, and then uh, the third goal from uh, Conor Gallagher uh, outside the box left footer was just outstanding. So you know what I mean? A, a fantastic day for Charlton uh, and fully deserved against a good a good Derby side. You know what I mean? I can't work them out if they if they're just in bad form, if 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 what it is. But you know what I mean? They they hit and miss every week, and they're not. They're not hitting the form like they should be, and um, and it's a bad day at the office for Derby County. Yeah, ironically, after the Tom Lawrence stuff and the um, with the drink driving, they um, for the couple of games after that they played quite well, and um, they got a couple of decent results, and they they did quite well. So I, I was thinking, oh, that's that's galvanised them, and maybe they're going to get it together now. Um, and then to go to the Valley and just get absolutely, not just spanked, but they got dominated um, in possession, the way they played, everything. They defended not very well, but I mean, yeah. they they really got outplayed in every single aspect of the game. Yeah, they did. Um, I, I say that, but uh, Derby had more possession. Sorry, so what I just said is complete rubbish. But no, they what I mean is they you know, they, they outplayed him and everything, but Derby had more possession but did nothing with it. They had two shots on target. But we've said this, haven't we? We we, we spoke about Leeds United, you know what I mean, and uh, Swansea City, you know what I mean? That this league is defined on goals and goals only. You know what I mean? I know that sounds really stupid, but possession means nothing. You know what I mean? Fulham have dominate possession, the dominate team's possession week in, week out, you know what I mean? We'll speak about them soon. 
another negative result from them. You know what I mean? It's not about um, keeping the ball. It's about putting the ball in the good areas. It's about winning second balls. It's about, you know what I mean? And, and, and Derby sometimes, you know what I mean? They've got a, a coach who enjoys keeping the ball. You know what I mean? This league's not about keeping the ball. You know what I mean? Neil Warnock, he knows all about this this league. He knows all about, it's not about keeping the ball. He puts the ball in good areas, you win games. You know what I mean? And, um, and obviously we'll speak about Cardiff later on, but it's it's about it's about percentage football. It's about getting the ball in the box and it's about winning games. And by hook or by crook, you've got to try and get there. And at the minute, Derby are miles away in certain games. Yeah, I thought um, young Naby Saar was particularly good for Yeah, Charles. it was excellent. Really, excellent. really good. Great excellent. header. Um, and all this side as well. All this is without Lyle Taylor as well. Obviously still yeah. injured, you know what I mean? So we've we bigged him up at the start of the season. He's obviously had a, had a long-term injury, you know what I mean? And it's it's such a shame for, such a shame for Charlton, but bigger picture is, you know what I mean? If the winning games without him, when he comes back, he's going to make him even stronger and he's going to score goals because that's the way that he plays. He scores goals, he's composed, he makes them tick, he creates problems for defenders and, um, you know what I mean, Charlton hopefully can pick some more points up. So, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was three weeks ago, we had um, a question in the Q&A bit where someone asked you if Preston, Charlton and Luton, if any of them could make the playoffs and you kind of said maybe Preston, maybe Charlton. Um, yeah. And I think I said the week after, I quite fancy Charlton yeah. um, solely because, apart from the fact they're a very good side, um, Lee Bowyer, tactically, I think has shown himself to be quite a special manager so far. When you think yeah. how long he's been a, uh, a manager, you know, especially at this level, tactically, he has shown so many different sides to his game changing yeah. formation, changing shape, changing tactics, changing everything. Like you said, he changed his formation again and he spanked one of the biggest teams in the championship. No, he's, doing a, he's, doing, he's doing a fab job. He's doing, you know what I mean? This is no fluke as well, by the way. We just said there, you know what I mean? What, Derby had two shots. So if both of Derby's shots go in the, go in the net, they still lose the game. This is the, the bigger picture. You know what I mean? And if, if we're talking about um, every shot going in, you know what I mean? That, that Charlton would have absolutely walloped them more than three. You know what I mean? And three was a, probably a good result for Derby on the day because Charlton missed some probably better chances than what they scored. And you know what I mean? I, I'd be a little bit concerned if I was a Derby fan because you know what I mean? This Wayne Rooney palaver. You know what I mean? Is 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 it what is it what Derby County need at the minute? You know what I mean? They've had so many negative um, things going on at the minute. Do they need something else? And the expectation? You know what I mean? That Wayne Rooney's not going to get an easy ride in the Championship, by the way. By by no means. You know what I mean? People are going to enjoy. Um, winding him up, enjoy kicking him, enjoy upsetting him, enjoy beating him. You know what I mean. So it's a, it's going to be a tough season for Derby. It's going to be a long, it's going to be a long, long Christmas, I believe, a long, uh, long December coming up before the, for the, for the window opens for Derby County. Yeah, the thing is with Rooney is he does get wound up, doesn't he? He does react very easily. He does, very he easily. Get, he's been a bit better over the last few years, but I mean, he does get, it does let it get to him, particularly yeah. if the side is losing. Yeah. Um, because he's very competitive, obviously, yeah, yeah. as as you know, as all professionals are. But but him in particular, he's got that competitive personality, which makes him very fiery if the side are not clicking. Um, and as I said to you a couple of weeks ago, or recently on one of the shows, I think him coming in as a player coach puts tremendous pressure on Koku because yeah. they're fifteenth now. If they keep losing or keep dropping points between now and January. They could be in the relegation zone when Rooney comes in. Yeah. All it's going to take is a few
few bad, few more bad performances. Koku is going to get sacked in January. They're going to yeah. give Rooney the job till the end of the season and say, spend some money. If he get, if he gets sacked when uh, when when Wayne's there, he's 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 got no, he's 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 hundred percent taken over because he has to, you know what I mean? Because he's already there, and you know what I mean. Who, who else are they going to bring in? It's 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 a cheap option because he's he's there and he's already getting paid. So it's. You know what I mean? I think it's the it's the bigger picture for Derby County, but they they need to do better. You know what I mean? I, the manager can't keep on putting results and performances in like he did on Saturday. You know what I mean? To be a success because Derby have been used to um, finishing in the playoffs, so the expectation is that, that they're going to get in the playoffs. And you know what I mean? They're a, they're a million miles away from that happening at the minute. Yeah, and I think Wayne's being very uh, shrewd by taking. Uh, you know, Derby's a big club, player coach. He knows that eventually the manager's going to, if the manager does well, he's going to go somewhere for a bigger job. Yeah. If he doesn't do well, he's going to get sacked and Wayne can take over. You know, if you look around, the players who he played for England with, they're all in jobs, in their first jobs now. Yeah. You know, your Gerrards, your Lampards, uh, Bowyers, uh, Woodgate. You know, there's, the yeah. list's endless. There's a lot of players who he played with for England or elsewhere who are now in managerial jobs. He's coming to the end of his career. He's playing in America. You know, he's made it clear he wants to be a manager. And I think this is a clever, clever route to go with. Yeah, yeah. Totally agree. Okay, next up, we've got Borough nil, West Brom 1. I'll leave this one to you. It's not getting any better, any easier for Middlesbrough. You know what I mean? This was was a lot better. You know what I mean? They created um, some good chances. Paddy McNair was unlucky not to score in the first half. Um, They had some good possession. You know what I mean? They went toe to toe with a with a very very good side. You know what I mean? And but unfortunately, when your chances come, you've got to put them away. And um, and you know, I mean, the longer the game goes, and you're playing against a, a West Brom side, you, you look at their side and you look at the players that can hurt you. I thought Pereira was excellent throughout. He's a threat, constant in the in the in the game. Diagana, every time he got the ball, he looked like he was going to make something happen. And when he got those two. In behind the centre forwards, you know what I mean. You're always going to cause people problem. And Dean Garner did great for Robson Carnu's goal. I thought when he came on, you know what I mean. You're, you're getting a fresh approach. You know what I mean. One minute you've got one centre forward, the next minute you've got a Robson Carnu. And I just thought, you know what I mean. It's a matter of time until until West Brom score. And when they eventually did score, Middlesbrough were never getting back in the game. And the concerning thing for me is that's what five defeats on the bounce. Um, you know, I mean, the players. It's it's the things that are coming out for me. The things that are coming out after a game, um, in line of um, uh, we're unlucky. You know what I mean? You can't be unlucky five games on the belt. You can be unlucky in the odd game and unlucky at nil nil that you didn't win the game. But you you've you've got beat. You haven't scored again, and it's um it's just going to be a, a transition period. I, I can I can understand, but uh, the manager's now stating that we're um, that we're so many points away from twelfth position. Well, we're one point away from relegation, and if you get beat on Tuesday night against um, Huddersfield Town, that you go in relegation. You know what I mean? Then you're playing um, Fulham, and then you've got uh, I think you've got Swansea and Leeds United. So the league table doesn't lie. You know what I mean? And 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 they're, and they're rightly so where they are, and it is a concerning time because, and I've said this on the show, people can look back to the first episode. What I've said, if the chairman or the chief executive or whoever comes out in the paper on the on the TV and says a successful season this week or this season would be for Middlesbrough Football Club to stay in the league, then I'm happy. You know what I mean? But somebody come out and say that. Don't come out and say that that we're gonna that we that we want to try and get promoted and we want to try and get in the playoffs because it's not realistic. 
you know, I mean, the realistic aim is to stay in this league at the minute. You know what I mean? And and I, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know who to believe or, you know, what I mean, what's or what's going on. It's so negative at the minute. And the Huddersfield Town on uh, Tuesday night is going to be a, it's going to be a really tough game and, and a game that I'm not really looking forward to in terms of being a Middlesbrough fan. Yeah, I um, I thought Middlesbrough were better on Saturday. Yeah, they were. The world, no but there's, there's 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 been better though, and there's and there's you know what I mean. Stoke City are better from where they were. Huddersfield are better than where they were. You know what I mean. I just don't think we're 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 making as much progress as all teams are making. And because they've started so low, and we started a little bit higher because we started the season a little bit better. You know what I mean. We're 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 dropping like a stone at the minute. And that's my concern. Yeah, my one one worry would be outside of McNair and Sam Johnston, I don't think there's any kind of standout performers or players who you can look at and say, well, they're doing well, despite the team not doing very well. Yeah. Um, and that would be a worry. And you don't look really like scoring. You know, Paddy McNair no. is not really, you know, he's uh, generally, he's a centre-back or a defensive midfielder by trade, but he seems to be the biggest goal threat. Yeah. Week, week in, well, week out. If, if, and things on me. If we had set pieces and we, we, when we were, we, and that's what we went for. And we were, we were, we were competitive and we went for corners. I'd, I'd, it'd be a little bit better. But you know what I mean. We take short corners. We don't get enough crosses in the box. We've got a ten point five million centre forward who doesn't score any goals. It's, I was going to say, what do you, what's, what's going on with Brit Sambalonga? I don't know if his confidence. I'd, for me, I'd, I'd, I'd probably like to see the manager bring him out for a little bit, stick him on a bench, give him, give him, a, give him a little bit of auto confidence, give him a little bit of a rest. You know what I mean? You're sticking him in the side and. People are man marking about the game and, and just and just seeing him off and it's such a it's 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 disheartening for him, you know what I mean? I look at formations and the times that Brit scored loads of goals, he's played up front with somebody, you know what I mean? Peterborough played up front with a big man. You know what I mean? It, it takes the pressure off him. He's he's running a lone furry up front on his own. Is as, as, as for me a small <laughs> centre forward and I, I do feel for him a little bit because it's that's similar to asking me to um to play up front on my own when I, I wouldn't I'd have hated it I would have honestly I'd have hated it because asking Ernie to do it mm. you know what I mean he'd have hated it you know what I mean Peter Thorne Leo took the pressure off and you know what I mean I, I was able Ernie was able to, uh, to, to to play the game that we wanted to and, and, and leave all that fighting for somebody else but when you're playing up front on your own you've got to do that and more you know what I mean and you've got to do the chase and you've got to make something happen and you know what I mean and, and then when you do get the ball if you haven't seen the ball for quite a long time then You've got to look after it, and it's it's not sticking, and, and that's when you're not playing very well, and the results aren't going for you. But you know, I mean, Middlesbrough have got to do better. You know, they are improving, but you know what I mean. Let's say they have a bad game. If they have, imagine if Middlesbrough have a bad have, a, have um, start playing badly, then they ain't just going to lose. They're going to get beaten heavily. You know what I mean? Then what's what's next? You know what I mean? Because if the manager's not going to not going to lose his job now, to be honest, he's never going to lose it because they are going to pick up results. So if you're not going to leave, if not, if you didn't get if you didn't get rid of him in the champ in, in the window with the two weeks to bring in a new manager then I agree keep him back him give him an opportunity to do it but for me give him a little bit of auto confidence and say listen you keep this football club up you've had a successful season as your first as, as your manager not get to the end of the season and say you failed because you didn't get us in the playoffs it's never going to happen so you know what I mean don't uh, you don't you don't want to full you don't you don't want to try and put false pretenses under 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 supporters who pay very good money to go watch a football club yeah um, in terms of West Brom, oh, sorry, in with Brit Sambalonga, for me, he just looks shot. His confidence looks shot. Um, and I think you're right, he could probably do with a game or two out. But 
but not just dropped. He needs to be have like a bit of a pep talk and to, yeah. you know told you know you're my you're my guy, you're still my guy. I'm just giving you a rest, and then you're going to come back in firing on all cylinders, and maybe find a partner for you. Yeah, but maybe the problem is depth of squad. Well, you look at you look at West Brom, mate. You know what I mean. You look at you look at their squad. You know what I mean. You've they've got, like I say, they had um, uh, Dia Garner who, who, who played in behind. You've got Pereira playing in behind. You know what I mean. Those two are uh, excellent footballers who create chances. You know what I mean. And then and then on top of that, you've got your centre forwards. You know what I mean. And your centre forwards. He started with Charlie Austin. You know what I mean. And then you've got on on the bench, you've got yeah, uh, you've got your Robson Carnews. You know what I mean? That not even on, in the squad you had you as a whole. You know what I mean? So it's 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 never ending. And Middlesbrough haven't got that luxury. You know what I mean? To not have players on the bench or not have players in the squad and and to have somebody on the bench. You know what I mean? Brits playing every single minute of every single game because they don't have another option. And the only other option at the minute is is, is a young lad Stevie Walker. And you know what I mean? The way the team's playing at the minute, that could make or break uh, him. And at the minute, the way they're playing, it's going to break him. And you know what I mean? The manager is probably right to not put extra pressure and 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 ruin a, a young football career. But at the same time, it's it's killing um, it's killing probably a centre forward who's, who's who's losing value by the week as well. Because if you if you are planning on selling him, our teams are looking to buy him. You know what I mean? They were certainly looking to recoup the ten point five million pound that Middlesbrough paid for him. No. Uh, in terms of West Brom. You know, when you can bring on someone like Cal, uh, Hal Robson Carno off the bench, you know, it's there's this you means you've got a very good championship squad. Oh, Billich, um, he knows exactly what he's doing, mate. He's a he's an experienced coach, stroke manager. You know what I mean? He's he's built a squad and he's had a dream or he's had a remit of what he wants and he's been backed. And that's the most important thing for me. He's been backed by his chairman. The fans are buying into what he's doing, and they took a risk. Because if West Brom don't get promoted this year, by the way, Si, they potentially will be um, financially hit because they will be spending an absolute fortune. They've got to be one of the biggest um, the biggest, biggest spenders in the league, wages-wise. You know what I mean? Got to be. Got to be. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, yeah. if, they don't get, if they don't go up, they're gonna, it's going to be a massive hit for them. Well, I bet Slavin Bilic is on a fair few quid because, you know, I, don't get me. Let's make no mistake. He's a top European manager. He's not a yeah. championship manager. You know, he could... Couple of um, couple of years ago, you'd have been very surprised if he didn't get like a top Champions League job. Um, he's a very, very good manager with a very, very good squad. Um, anything outside of top two finish is failure for them, I think, particularly in the position they're in now as well. Um, but even you know, you just don't know. Do with this league, you just don't know where it's going to go. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. So yeah, Pereira, incredible, really oh, good. And you know what? For 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 a championship side to get hold of him is is just brilliant because you know what I mean. It, it just gives an opportunity to speak about him week in week out. He gets he's getting better and better with with games and and I still don't think I still think West Brom are probably in second or third gear. I still think there's a couple of gears left and you know what I mean. They're in at the top of the league and you know what I mean. If um, if teams don't don't stop them. You know what I mean? Going away from away to Middlesbrough is a tough game. You know what I mean? So to, to for me it was quite comfortable in the end that they go and get a one 0 victory. But if they're at home, they seem to be scoring regular goals, threes and fours, letting a couple of goals in now and again. But if they can do that week in week out, and you know, what I mean, they'll run away with the league if they're not if teams aren't careful. Yeah, yeah, spot on, mate. Um, do you think with West Brom? I just think you're right. 
they are stuck in like second or third gear and they could sort of up it at any point. But equally, it's, they, I didn't think they played particularly well against Middlesbrough and they yeah. still won. And I think that's the sign of the team teams which are going to finish at the top, your Leeds, your, your West Broms, your Stoke maybe, is if they can grind out those results when they don't play well. I say Stoke because I've got a feeling they're going to go on a big long run. Um, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like your Leeds, they've been grinding out results of, re, of late where they haven't played great. They're not scoring as freely, but they're just grinding out your 2-1s and your 1-0s. And they're the results which culminate in big long runs more so than your four nils and your three nils. It's those grind ground out results which make the difference. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being ground down, uh, Cardiff fan. <laughs> mm. Next up, Cardiff won. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday won. Oh, um, it's, it's so frustrating, you know. And I was so excited on Friday night when when um, when I realised the game was on when the game was on Friday. I thought it was on Saturday, so I was I was really pleased when uh, when I found out it was on and, and I was able to watch it. So, um, so so excited. Looked at the team, excited again. You know what I mean? Excited to see Park and and Gratzel and you know what I mean. And then and then the game started, and then it was just a little mm. bit like. And I think that's my I think that's my my biggest point at the minute that you know what I mean. The team. On the on paper, um, and then the team what I'm watching is not the same thing, or it doesn't seem to be working as well as I expected to, as well as the fans expected to. I certainly think the manager's not getting the most out of the players like like he has done in the past, and um, and it's just causing a big problem because you know what I mean. It's two points dropped week in week out, and this is another two. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying they deserve to get three points by the way, because it was far from it. I don't think you know what I mean. I think it was a point at best. Uh, I'm not saying Sheffield Wednesday were good because I didn't think they were that great either. I think probably a point would have been their, um, a fair result in the end because I don't think any team really ran away with the game. But Sheffield started better, started stronger in the game. Uh, they just seemed to out-battle. Barry Bannum got on the ball. He was making things tick. And the Cardiff midfield couldn't really get anywhere near him. You know what I mean? And the, my biggest surprise in the game was when Gary Monk took him off. He mm. took him off when Cardiff were going forward and putting long balls in. He stuck a bit of height on the pitch. But then they lost that composure on the ball and, and then they were just a, a sitting duck then. You know what I mean? They give Cardiff a chance to get back into it. So as a Cardiff fan, um, Gary Monk used his Swansea tactics and um, and got Cardiff back in the game. But you know what I mean? I think it, the, Cardiff were not going to get back in that game apart from the way they did off on the set piece, another set piece, maybe as a corner. You know what I mean? I thought uh, Harris for, for Chef Red was electric in the first half. He was... He was being nice and positive, going on the outside, going on the inside. And um, and for the goal, um, I thought it was a great run. I thought it was an Aidan Flint on goal the first time I saw it because I thought I thought he, he, he hit it that well. I thought he just took a deflection and, and Etheridge just took his arm out to try and save it. wasn't expecting it. And then uh, and then in the end, when I seen the um, the goal by Borna, it was just a tidy little flick finish. And, you know what I mean, for a defender to do that was um, was a great goal. But he just gave Cardiff an uphill, uphill task second half and... I just didn't see them getting back into it. You know what I mean? The longer the game went, didn't see it happening. Um, a couple of subs, um, which I was surprised with. I, 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 Danny Ward's done great. He has done, get me wrong. But I would, I think I would have brought Tomlin on because that game was crying out for Cardiff to have that number 10 role and not probably to have another centre-forward up front with um, with with, um, with Gratzel at the time, for me, in my opinion. But um, Tomlin's free kick was excellent. Excellent. Um, and then I'll talk about the Aidan Flint role for me. People 
you know, I mean, I've had a debate over the weekend about was he offside, was he not offside, um, was he interfering, was he not interfering. He was putting the keeper off. That's all he was doing. He was jumping up and down. He was doing star jumps. He was being a nuisance. He's six foot seven or whatever he is. He was doing star jumps, taking the goalkeeper's mind off what he should have been doing. And then Lee Tomlin put the ball in the opposite corner. The ball didn't go anywhere near Aidan Flint. Um, so for me, it's never, ever, ever going to be called offside. Ever in the world. Ever. Uh, but a point. Decent result in the end, side, I think, to be honest. Yeah, I'll start with the free kick, Glenn, because um, I just thought from a... I agree with you completely. But um, what I feel is that the keeper was out of position by about three yards. He was three yards too far over to the left. And his first, as a goalkeeper, when you're training, they tell you for your first two, three steps to be short and quick so that you can explosively dive and get a big jump in or a big dive in to get as far across the goal as quick as you can. And I felt like he was too far over to the left, meant that even if he had two or three quick steps, he still wouldn't have got there. The fact that his initial steps were very poor and slow or sluggish I would say rather than slow meant that he was never going to get there and I felt like he knew that because as soon as even if you watch it it was almost like before the ball went in he was already getting up to have a go at the ref because he knew he had made like a bit of an error don't get me wrong technically he's offside and he is putting him off but it doesn't go anywhere near him and a keeper professional goalkeeper should be able to concentrate enough on the ball not the guy making silly faces and doing stupid stuff you know he's professional just watch the ball that's what you tell kids when they're young that's what you tell them when they first start playing football watch the ball don't watch the man um and i felt like yeah his positioning was wrong his footwork wasn't great and then he got distracted by the guy um you know it's tough Basically, it's mm. he should have been more focused. Uh, he should have been better positioned. So, um, from a Cardiff point of view, very, 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 very just disjointed, poor. I look at the wingers that we've got, and I've said week in, week out, we've got four good wingers at Cardiff yeah. who on their day can be the best wingers in the championship. The problem is you never know when their day is going to be. So that's why Warnock is constantly picking different combinations of them because he just doesn't know which ones are going to turn up. And well, I'm then, surprised he didn't play Gavin White. But for me, yeah, it, he's been the pick of them. Imagine being a player, though, Si, and you don't, you don't really know if you're going to play. You know what I mean? So there's, mm. there's just no, there's no consistency. You know what I mean? So... Players, players don't get that five, six, seven game run of, 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 of confidence because you play one week and because you've got that many good players who are, who are similar, you know what I mean? People are getting rotated around, you know what I mean? We're not, no offence, Cardiff City aren't, no man City, you know what I mean? They, they, haven't got, they haven't got the amount of games, they've just had uh, international break. So, so Gavin White, for example, started before the national break, he's had two weeks off and now he didn't play again on the Saturday, so he's had three weeks off. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. And that's as a that's as a football fan. That's as an ex-player. You know what I mean. You want to play all the time. You know what I mean. You want to play as much as you can. And um, and you know what I mean. As a player, you're going to be massively disappointed. And then, but then you're going to be even more so disappointed when um, 
when the results don't go your way because that's when you get frustrated about it because it's you know what I mean if if they win you've got no argument you can't complain it's it's but when when they don't win you've got every right to say what you want what you, what you, how you feel and and same with supporters that's why there's I think that's why there's a lot of frustration going around yeah and Gavin White he's been the pick of them you know he's yeah, been he's been the best of the four wingers um and I'll come back to the the rotation thing and the the trying to give players a run of games in a minute but also I looked at Kadeem Harris, who's had a run of games mm-hmm. and is in the best form he's been in for oh, three, three seasons. He's been incredible. He's getting, he's, he's getting better and better and better week in, week out. He's grown with confidence. He's, he's looking like an experienced pro. You know what I mean? People are giving him the ball. and You know what I mean? They're just, they're just being... Do you know what? Like a breath of fresh air. You know what I mean? And gliding past people, looking confidence, going left, going right. Uh, and that's, this is what you want to see. You want to see your own players doing it. You know what I mean? It, it just looks like at the minute... A lack of confidence, you know what I mean? That that yeah, Mendes Lang gets the ball and he doesn't really, he doesn't really go and commit people like you want him to. He'll go up to the defender and then turn back and pass it back. Yeah, you want your winger, you want your winger being positive. How many crosses can your winger put in the box? That's you, you, you know what I mean? I, I, you look at Gratzel. Gratzel's defined by the amount of goals he scores. How's he going to score goals if the ball's not put in the box? Dead simple. You know what I mean? He's the kind of player who thrives with the ball in the box. Same as Mitrovic. Mitrovic doesn't get balls in the box. He'll be screaming at his wingers, screaming at Knockout, screaming at Calaviero. You know what I mean? You just, it, you know what I mean? Cardiff need need to go back to um, to the Zahar type of football, putting the ball in the box and making things happen. Because get set pieces, get long throws, get corners, put Aidan Flint up front, getting free kicks on the edge of the box. Cardiff can be a threat. You know what I mean? Start playing this intricate football. This. Fulham football and it's they're not that's not their that's not their bag it's not their cup of tea, unfortunately. No, and I think the difference between Cardiff's wingers and Kadim Harris. Kadim Harris wanted the ball all the time, and as soon as he got the ball, he turned, faced up the defender, and tried to beat him. Yeah. Uh, and like you say, Cardiff's wingers don't really want the ball, and when they get it, is they kind of go backwards. Um, going back to what you were saying about. Um, players wanting to have a run of games to be able to, you know, find their footing in the team, find their form, find young players, particularly they want to be able to, you know, feel their way into it a bit. So Lee Tomlin, a couple of seasons ago, was one of the best players in the championship. He is arguably one of the best number 10s in the championship on his day. Cardiff is screaming out for a number 10 who's creative they need some creativity because they've got none. Where the wing, mm. if there is, particularly if their wingers aren't performing or if their wingers aren't being wingers, they have nothing going forward to help Gratzel. Lee yeah. Tomlin's got to play. Lee Tomlin has to start. He has to start and he has to play five, six, seven games in a row. If that means you're yeah. going to take him off after an hour and replace him with Junior Hoylet or whoever, Danny Ward, do it. But he's got how's, he gonna, how's he going to get a fit, Si? How's he going to get fit if he doesn't play games? You know what I mean? Yeah. Forget this 10, 15, 20, 25 minutes. Like you say, he needs 60 minutes, 65 minutes. Next week, 70 minutes, 75 minutes. You know what I mean? He, he needs to get fit. He needs to lose weight. He needs to get his match sharpness. You know what I mean? He's got the ability. You know what I mean? There's no question that, uh, undoubtedly. You know what I mean? 
He um, and he follows me on Twitter, by the way. Now after I, after I built him up on on Twitter the other night, so you? you know what I mean. So yeah, best, best mates now. You know, you know so, what you need to do, don't you? You yeah, need to DM you know, him to get him on. Get him on. Mm-hmm. Get him on. I tell you what, if he keeps scoring goals, he can uh, he can he can come on and sit on my knee. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, in all serious, mate. You know what I mean. He, I, there's been no doubt in, in 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 his whole career. You know what I mean. I I watched him at Middlesbrough. I seen him at Nottingham Forest. I seen him at Cardiff. There's no, there's no. It doesn't surprise me that he's played for all these big clubs because that's how good the boy is. You know what I mean. He's a he's a natural talent, but he needs to play football, and probably wants to play football. So stupid thing is Cardiff need him. Like they need his type of player to get through this barren patch that they're having. Yeah, and he needs starts to get fit to get to his appropriate level. So it doesn't seem to correlate why he's not starting. Because... I, 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 totally, I totally agree. I totally agree. He needs to play and we need him. So, you know what I mean? I know he had his illness and, you know what I mean? But for me, and I, I'm probably old school, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't look at things probably in the sports science that maybe I should, but if you're a substitute, you're fit. You know what I mean? Because you could come on after a minute. So if you're a sub, you can play. So, so why not? Why why not? Why not play first half? How do you feel, Lee? Can you give me another five, ten, fifteen minutes? Yes, Gaffer, I feel fine. Leave me on until I'm till I'm dying on my feet. You watch him the first five minutes. He's struggling. His legs have gone. Right, no problem. Lee, off you come, son. Do you know what I mean? Well, you've got to yeah. give him the. You've got to. You've got to give him that opportunity to get things right. And I'm not. I'm not here slagging Neil Warnock off. I'm just. I just think. He's a talented player, and he's on par with the Bradley Ducks of this world, um, the Pereiras of this world, who are creating chances and knockouts. You know what I mean? Each team's got one. Cardiff's got one, but uh, it's impossible to set a chance up or score a goal while he sat on his backside. Fact. Facts indeed, mate. Facts. Last question on the uh, Cardiff game, then. there's rumours that uh, Bakuna, when he was taken off, went down the tunnel and he was not happy, yeah. banging, banging some doors and uh, whatnot. Have you ever been taken off in the first half when you weren't injured? Um, I'll tell, tell you a story. It happened twice to me, but it was, it was um, obviously it was tactics. So we had, we had someone sent off in the first 15 minutes. So it was, just, it was uh, one Saturday. Somebody got sent off, so they brought me off. And then the following Saturday... Gaffer started me again. Um, somebody got sent off after three minutes and I got brought off again. So, you know what I mean? For a, a tactical decision, you know what I mean? And I was, I was so disappointed. And so I was, I was looking at the team thinking, who else could he have brought off? And I, I probably thought to myself, there's three of us. You know what I mean? So why me again? But then the bigger picture, we got a positive result. And you know what I mean? If he wasn't injured and he's done it for a tactical reason and they turned the game around and we got a result, can't really, can't really, you know what I mean? He can't really argue about it. You know what I mean? I thought it was a strange, a strange one. If he's, if he wasn't injured or, or, there, or there was something not right, you know what I mean? But to go down the tunnel and allegedly start kicking things and, um, you know what I mean is 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 not the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Sky cameras are there. The amount of people who are there at football games who go down the tunnels, you know what I mean? You're always going to get found out. So, mm. you know, I mean, sometimes it's best to to sit there. Bite your tongue, put your jacket over your head, do whatever you need to do, and and then go in at half time, and then once the second half starts, feel free to drive home and be in a bad mood when you go home. But yeah, I mean, there's that many people now with with phone cameras and stuff that you you can't even uh, you can't even sneeze without getting uh, without getting caught at the minute. No, I think 
from what I can gather, it was not. It was a tactical decision, and I feel like players do get. They almost feel embarrassed if they're hauled off in the first half. Like Mourinho is famous for it, and he's hauled off players in twenty minutes into a game because they're not doing the job he wanted them to do, or he's seen some men. And I do feel like maybe he was frustrated that he didn't get high. You know, to me, if he was coming off at half time, why wait till half time to make the change? If you think it's going to change the way the game is going, why wait ten minutes? You know, make the decision now. But I can see why it would be frustrating for him, particularly because he's been in very good form. So, you know, maybe he felt like he deserved, you know, like a few more minutes to, or deserved to have till half time to try and turn it around. Or, but you just don't know, do you? I suppose mm. the reasoning behind it, because yeah. I think he got took off after thirty-two minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, and you know what I mean? Obviously, the game wasn't going the way that Cardiff wanted to, so the manager made a decision and we got a positive result in the end. So, you know what I mean? He's got to be applauded for that because if um, if Danny Ward goes and scores, you know what I mean? I didn't think he had a great game when he came up. Danny Ward goes and scores a goal, you know what I mean? The decision's justified, but Cardiff got a positive result in the end. So, a point gained, I think, even though I've just said earlier on about points being dropped. I think in the bigger picture, they've dropped two points, but the way the game panned out, it was... Yeah, and the game with well, them was a point gained. Yeah, but you know, what I mean, they they join too many games, and they need to pick up sharpish. Yes, well, it's Cardiff. They're unbeaten at home, but equally. Yeah, but but I don't think they've won many games, have they? At the no. same time, so very poor. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's our three main featured games. We'll now uh, sort of go through the other games a bit quicker, but we'll still spend a bit of time talking about them. So uh, next up is Blackburn who've been very good this season so far, and uh, mm. the rejuvenated Huddersfield Town in a 2 all draw. This was entertaining, to be fair. It was a, quite a, it was a local derby, and just over the Pennines, and um, yeah, um, Huddersfield started quite bright, got a penalty. Uh, I'm not sure if it was for handball, or if he tackled him with his head. You know what <laughs> I mean? I, it, was a, it was a strange one, but I, I'm sure it is, Anne, but then he tackled him with his head because the lad flew over. So it was a, it was, but for me it was a pen because you know what I mean. It was desperation. You know what I mean. He slipped, but then you, once you start putting your head and your hand in certain areas, you know what I mean. The lad's got every right to kick the ball against hand or go over it because it's a, um, you know what I mean. It was a good penalty as well. I thought, um, I thought Huddersfield started quite brightly. I was quite impressed with them to be honest. Um, but then Blackburn started to show their quality and um, Lewis Holtby. I know you spoke about him the last couple of weeks, and you know what I mean. I, I can't believe they've got him. I'll be honest, I can't believe they've got him. And when you, you know what I mean? But he's not the only player that they've got, by the way, who, who I'm surprised. You know what I mean? They're, they're starting to bring a decent squad of players um, uh, into the fold. So he's got a very good goal. Bradley Dack set him up, and then and then Taz were, were swapped, and uh, Holtby set up Bradley Dack. And you know what I mean? I'm a, the show knows I'm a, I'm a huge fan of. A Dak and you know what I mean. I'll be I'll be massively surprised if uh, Blackburn can keep hold of him in the in the January window because. He's scoring goals. He's creating chances. He's he's making them tick. Blackburn, I can't see making the the playoffs. So I'll, I'll be honest. You know what I mean? I I just don't see them. You know what I mean? On paper, they've got a good side, but I just can't see them making it. And I think if they lose one player or two players in the window, especially Bradley Duck, it'll be a it'll be a huge miss. Um, and then Bakuna Bakuna came on and got his got his goal within about two or three four minutes. And um, and I thought they were they were, they were good value for the draw. Um, you know what I mean? Like he's, the, 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 the brothers have done a great job so far. They're what, unbeaten in four. 
play Middlesbrough on Tuesday night at home, which could get them out the bottom three for the first time this season. And you know, I mean, good luck to them. I think they've uh, they fully deserved the the accolades, especially what we've given them, because you know what I mean. I think well, I certainly wrote them off. Um, probably what eight games ago, seven games ago, bottom of the league, comfortably rubbish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sacked the manager, took too long to bring a new manager in, and you know what I mean. Fair play to them now; they're turning things around, and a successful season for them would be mid-table. And you know what I mean? I can see them easily achieving that easily. Yeah, I mean, we were concerned that they were going to keep falling and falling and get relegated into League One at one point. So I mean, for them to turn around the way they have, they need to keep going. They're not out there, you know, out of complete danger yet. But I mean. You know, you'd think now going on from this, they'll probably go on and have a decent enough season. Um, I thought Lewis Holtby, excellent. And it was like what you just said. You said you can't believe they got him. I can't believe he's no. playing championship football. I no, can't no. believe that on a free, there wasn't, with no disrespect to them, there's not a bigger club who want, would have taken him on a free. Well, uh, Norwich City, Newcastle United, do you know what I mean? Brighton Hall of Albion. Do you know what I mean? Uh, a side Man United, mate. Man United. Well, Man United. Man United, United at the minute, yeah. Yeah, Man United at the minute, yeah. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Uh, but we just said about Pereira, you know what I mean? This And these conversations, what we're having, they're even better now because these teams are attracting these kind of players and it's making the intri- yeah. making the championship even better because Lewis Holtby, you know what I mean? He's, he's going to be in the championship now for the rest of the season at least. You know what I mean? And it's making it a, a great season and it's going to be an even better season because that's why Blackburns are going to upset and beat some of the bigger sides because they've got players who can open a door. They've got players who can score goals. You've got the, the Grahams, you've got the Downings, you've got the Dax, you've got the Armstrongs, you've got um, the Holtbys. You know what I mean? These... These players, you know what I mean? Blackburn Rovers, they, they must be laughing their heads off, you know what I mean? They, they, mm-hmm. they, they, they shouldn't be where they are in the league, by the way. I'm just, it's 14th in the league. And, and I've, just, I've, just reeled off, I've just reeled off five five players who could, be, who could, who, who could or all have been playing in the Premier League. It's ridiculous. If they're 14th in the league and they've been really good this year. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this I know. Is bad, I know. This is, this is, uh, this is worrying. Yeah. Uh, just finishing on that, uh, Janino uh, Bakuna, three goals yeah. in three games. Uh, off the bench what's yeah. he have to do to get what, a start I know but some players when you look at Sol- Ole Gunnar Solskjaer mate that, that, you know what I mean some players are made um, to be sub you know what I mean some players are made um, to start games and the manager f- sees um, the way the games are going and, and puts him on and he's, he's scoring straight away and, you know what I mean it's obviously just to find the decision why the manager keeps keeps putting him on but you know what I mean? as, as a player if he's scoring one from coming on for for 20, 30 minutes, then imagine what damage he could do for in 70, 70, 80 minutes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm sure um, as a Middlesbrough fan, I'd like to see him on the bench on Tuesday night. Um, mm-hmm. But <laughs> but if I'm honest, I think he'll be uh, he'll be thrown in because you know what I mean. I I can't see. I can see him. The manager's looking at this game, thinking this is a winnable game. Get at them. You know what I mean? We've got someone there who's desperate and wants to score goals. Is scoring goals and you know what I mean to to let the reins off and and tell him to go and fill his boots really. Yeah, definitely. Uh, next up, Barnsley won, Swansea won. Um, um, game got game of two goalkeepers, and I'm going to mention it later on. Um, some of the saves that I made, I, I saw in this game, and some of the misses what I saw in this game were absolutely awful. Um, but attacking football, it was like the midfield wasn't wasn't relevant. It was like the midfield wasn't there. It was like that. 
They might let's play with let's play with eight aside. Let's play with no midfield. We'll just play attack against defence today and let's shoot on sight and and just have some fun in it. You know what I mean? I'm 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 I am massive. Well, I was massively concerned for Barnsley um, until I watched the until I watched the highlights of this game because I, you know what I mean? The, the run um, Swansea were a very good side. They run them really close. You know what I mean? On another day they could have beaten them. On another day they probably could have lost against them. You know what I mean? They had 19 shots on goal. You know what I mean? 19 shots is, is ridiculous. Considering the bottom of the league, you know what I mean? That they've scored nine goals all season. You know what I mean? So, that probably tells you the story. You know what I mean? 19 shots. Are they getting close enough? Are they hitting the target enough? The answer is no. You know what I mean? With the chances that they missed, um, and some guilt-ed chances, by the way, some good goalkeeping, but nine goals in 12 games is not enough. You know what I mean? They've, they've, they've let in the most goals in, in the Championship. They've, they've scored the least... Um, by one, there's only Wigan who've, who've, who've let in, who've scored ten. Sorry, they've let in, they've scored nine. It's not enough. You know what I mean? They're in a different animal now. The Championship, we've just named five players there. Who's going to hurt you? Score goals against you? You know what I mean? Some of the chances that Barnsley are missing are criminal, and that's going to be the difference when they look back at the end of the season. Is why did we get relegated? Why did we struggle? We struggled because we didn't score enough goals. Yeah, they weren't um, clinical in any way. And then um, no. there was two or three chances which were, you know, should got to be scoring those chances at this level. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some really, really poor finishing. Um, yeah. A couple of good, some good saves made by both yeah. keepers. Um, when do we start to worry about Swansea from a, from a neutral point of view? Um, because since uh, the Sunday first night. international break, they've had a problem. Sunday night. Sunday night yeah. after Cardiff have walloped them. I'm not bothered until that, I'll be honest. Um, now I'm only joined. Um, they're having a bad time, Si, but they're third in the league. So, you know, you, do you know what I mean? And, you know what I mean? They, they, they've, won, they've won one in... Or they've won one in eight. You know what I mean? So it's concerning for them. Drew, obviously, then lost. Beat Charlton. Um, drew against Reading. Uh, lost against uh, Drew against Bristol City, lost against Nottingham Forest, and then obviously the, 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 they had their good run, which which is why they were, why they are where they are. You know what I mean? But every team's going to have a bad run, and this is my concern about certain teams that if this is their bad run and they're still third in the league, when they start to turn the tables and start doing well, they're still only three points off the top of the league, and you know what I mean a win on Sunday could put them top of the league again. You know what I mean? So this is how tight and and how much of a good position they're in. You know what I mean? They need a game which is going to turn their season. And, you know what I mean, as a, as a Cardiff ex-player, a Cardiff fan, probably the Cardiff game coming up is a, is a good game for Swansea to, to, to go into because they're going to be, it's a local derby, the expectation, you know what I mean, they've got, um, they've got a big game to look forward to, um, you know what I mean, they've got a home game in the week against Brentford, you know what I mean, so two home games this week, you know what I mean, Brentford won't be easy in midweek, but, you know what I mean, two home games, no travelling this week for for them, you know what I mean, and then the, and then, and then the, obviously the the huge game on Sunday to look forward to, and it's um, you know what I mean. I, I, they'll turn it around, I, I believe, you know what I mean. But you know what I mean for for them to be in contention, they need to do it sooner rather than later. Yeah, I um, I'm just I can't believe they're still third because since the first international break, they just seem to have compared to where they were before the yeah. international break, they've capitulated. But not in a way where they're losing lots of games. They're just not scoring and they're not playing as yeah. well as they were. Um, well, and on, 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 on that point, on that point, side then style of football, style of football. You know what I mean? Like everyone goes on about the Swansea way. 
the way that Swansea play football. Do you know what I mean? For me, I've not seen that the last four four weeks, four games. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even when the, even when they beat Charlton, you know what I mean? It wasn't it wasn't the the, the, the Swansea way. Do you know what I mean? They were, at the minute I've seen them putting balls, long balls forward to 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 AU. You know what I mean? Because he's 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 a lot more aggressive. He's a direct player. You know what I mean? Have they got that link, or have they not got that link where? They can bounce one twos off the front man. You know what I mean? Is that is that the is that the problem? Is that the issue? Is you know what I mean? Swansea fans tell us. You know what I mean? I'm not here to to slag you off. I, I I love I love the way that they play football when they when they do it the way that they do it. You know what I mean? When they play the way they play, there's no there's no there's no team better. And the teams who are trying to emulate that and copy it in this league can't do it. You know what I mean? There's only one team probably or probably Leeds and Nottingham Forest. There's, you know what I mean? They can do it in this league and. You know, I mean, when they do it, there's no better team that can do it, and they break at you really quickly. They get it ball, get it, get it wide, and, and they attack you really direct and really fast. And I'm not seeing that the last three, four weeks. And um, and like you say, you know, what I mean? when will it turn round? I'm sure it will, but you know what I mean. It's um, it's got to, it's got to happen soon. Though, and I think I just uh, I'm just I just hope it doesn't happen on Sunday. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Uh, next up was the five goal thriller, uh, Brentford three. Millwall two. Oh dear, Millwall, what were you doing? Yeah, well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna talk about this later on a little bit um, in more detail. But what six minutes to go? Three a two nil ahead. You know what I mean? You've already you've already the keeper keeper already saved a penalty. Ollie, Ollie Watkins uh, misses a penalty. Tom Bradshaw scores. Wallace scores a, a penalty for for similar. It was like a rugby tackle actually, um, with the rugby theme in the Rugby World Cup going on. But uh, for a couple of the penalties, um, uh it shouldn't happen. You, you, you tune it up away from home. The worst you come away with is a point. You know what I mean? You, 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 you know, I, should, I, I know that sounds really ridiculous, but you know what I mean? If you, you're sitting, you're sitting a tune up, you give a goal away, you can't just sit again and then you're two all, you can't just sit again. You've got to try and do something different. You know what I mean? You, you sit, you're a sitting duck away from home against attacking side players who've got the momentum and you're just giving chance after chance after chance away, cross after cross, not stopping crosses, and you're going to get punished, and you know what I mean. And and uh, I'm sure um, that uh, Dave Livermore, who's obviously in caretaker charge, he'll learn a lot from this um, because if he wants a job or doesn't want a job, uh, that's not the way to defend. He was a very good defender back in his day, but you can't just sit and defend Leeds. You know what I mean? Because Brentford, Brentford have got to come at you. They have to. The two 0 down. They're going to leave massive gaps. You know what I mean? So exploit them. You, if you keep going the same way you do and score more, score and keep going at teams like you have, you've got more chances to win games in this league. And if you sit there like Middlesbrough did, like Cardiff have done this season, and think you can defend better than you are, you're going to get punished. You know what I mean? And and teams keep peppering the ball in your box and putting it in. They're going to get a rub of the green soon. And you know what I mean? Some of the goals are outstanding. You know what I mean? The second goal. Um, scored by oh, let me just check the scored by uh, well I'm not going to give his name Umbimo what a finish left foot he, he certainly meant it top corner it was an excellent finish um, but you've still got to stop you, you can still stop the shot stop the cross yeah look you know how I mean? much you, they stood off him yeah you can't let him do it you know what I mean you wouldn't let David Beckham do that would you so no. it doesn't matter you've got to give these these players respect the good footballers they're, they're going to hurt you if you're going to let somebody shoot there's an opportunity it's going to go in the back of your net but if you stop him shooting especially, it, won't, it won't go in especially when literally four minutes earlier they've just conceded to make it 2-1 yeah you, 
you've got to you've got to be like in their face then. You've got to be closing them down. Don't give them anything because you know if they score again now before ninety minutes is up, there's a good chance that you're going to be under incredible pressure. And yeah. I could not believe how much you know. Even the way Millwall are, they're in your face. They they close you down. They rough you up. They you know all these things. Mm. And they didn't do it. They sat so deep. I couldn't believe how deep they sat in the last 10 minutes, even before the first goal. But after the first goal, particularly, they just so deep. Um, but yeah, you're right. It was an excellent goal, a couple of excellent goals. Yes. And uh, Ollie Watkins for the dramatic winner in the fourth yeah. minute of stoppage yeah, time. He's doing well, doing well again. Having a very good season. Yeah. Okay, uh, next up, Hull 2, QPR 3. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, um, I'm not getting bored of it because I'm really, it's really exciting me. You know what I mean? We we talk about um, QPR and and the excitement their fans must be seeing. You know what I mean? That that I think they've scored more goals this season already than than, than probably they expected to score all season after the couple of seasons they've had. You know what I mean? They're they're exciting. You know what I mean? Every game's a thriller. You know what I mean? There there's, there's just goals galore. It's um, there must be a, a, a bookie's nightmare with uh, with the amount of goals what are happening in QPR's games. But Jared Bourne scored an excellent goal, by the way. You know, he's a he's a he's a sure sure favourite. Um, and then for me, it was the uh, it was the Ezzy show. You know what I mean? His two runs for the two penalties he um, he scored were were excellent. You know what I mean? Direct pace, trickery. Um, you know what I mean? And and the first one was a blatant penalty. The second one, he was waiting for the contact, but you can't tackle him in the box. He's going to go down and. Uh, one little thing I will say I'll, I'll talk about his penalties um, I didn't think his first penalty should have been allowed uh, and I'm going on his stutter John Aldridge used to do it and I'm going back in the day now John Aldridge used to do it used to stutter and and I thought they stopped it when he used to do it that there was a rule brought in that if you stop your movement and then the keeper dives you can't then start your movement again it's got to be one um, continuous movement and uh, and I thought he stopped in his second one. He stopped, but not as much as he did in the first. So, but very composed. Um, really enjoying watching him. You know what I mean? Jordan Hugel on the bench um, came on for Naki Wells after an hour. You know what I mean? They've got they've got the the partnerships right at the minute. They keep on rotating the centre forwards, and they're all seem to be getting involved, and all seem to be scoring goals, and um, and they're doing something right. QPR at the minute, and they're, they're in fifth in the league. Um, they scored 21, let 21 goals in. That's I think that tells the story about QPR this mm-hmm. season. You know what I mean? That 21 goals. You know, Middlesbrough scored 11. You know, um, Birmingham has scored 11. Um, West Brom have scored 22. Leeds have scored 16, and Leeds have got. They can, if they can get their defence sorted out and they don't let as many goals in, they can continue having a successful season. But my concern is how many goals they ship. You know what I mean? That they shouldn't oh, yeah. have to score. They shouldn't have to score, side three goals to win a football match. Three goals against a... Consistently as well. Yeah, it is well, yeah. Against an average side. You know what I mean? I can't remember them taking a taking a massive beating. You know what I mean? 3-0 against Cardiff is the... Is, their biggest defeat of the season, you know what I mean. So they haven't taken a six nil, which has affected their goal difference. So they've con- they've consistently let in twos, threes, four three. You know what I mean. Two goals against West Brom. You know what I mean. So the 
but they're getting it right. They're winning games. They're up there, and you know, what I mean, they're, they're playing well and they're getting confidence. and uh, And I hope it continues for the for the front three alone because. You know what I mean? They're exciting to watch, and we've and we've spoke about these since the first game of the season, and we're still talking about them now. Yeah, Spawn, Jared Bowen, excellent finish. Yeah, um, great finish. Took it nice and early. The one thing which sticks out to me with those penalties is that obviously they're they're calm and they're collected, and they're a little bit of arrogance to them, but they mattered today. They weren't, you know, like four-one. It was one all the first one, first penalty. So. That was to win the game effectively, um, and he, you know, he gives it the stutter and the slow one run up. If he misses that, or if he missed both, say, by using that run up, Josh McGuinness goes to score just after, which, you know, they would have lost the game. So the balls of steel on the bloke to yeah. to to stick, particularly with the second one, because the second penalty seals it. Yeah. So does he? You know, he must have contemplated, right, should I just bang this? Because the keeper's not going to move. And he didn't. The keeper nearly saved the second one. Because yeah. the first penalty, the keeper goes with the stutter. Whereas the second penalty, the keeper waits. Because he knows. And he's waiting and waiting and waiting. And I did wonder whether he was just going to change it slightly. And just run up and smash through it. Mm. But, but to, change, to, to change sides as well, sir. You know, that it's... Um... It takes some courage to do that, you know. I mean, the second penalty is always. You know, it's it's like when uh, when you take a penalty and it has to be retaken. Do you yeah. take it and put it down the same side? You know what I mean? The goalkeeper, the goalkeeper's not expecting to say the penalty. Talk. The pressure's always on the centre forward and other other person who's taking the penalty. Sorry, and you know what I mean. And Eze changed sides, but he had a similar run up. You know what I mean? Balls of steel. Good luck to him. You know what I mean? These players who were doing it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have the the guts to do it. You know what I mean? The Lyle Taylor of this world and. But these are obviously better than I ever was in taking penalties, and uh, but it makes it interesting for me to watch. Indeed, very interesting indeed. Uh, next up, Leeds one, Birmingham nil. And what were we saying about teams grinding out results? Yeah, well, they're, they're getting good at it. Um, side to be fair, you know, I know they lost against Millwall, but at home they beat West Brom one nil. Um, they beat Birmingham again, obviously one nil. Second half goal. Um, from Phillips, I thought it was an excellent finish. To be fair, um, Leeds create a lot of chances. You know, what I mean, they create a hell of a lot of chances. They get round teams. You know, what I mean, they have a lot. Of, they have a lot of player in the opposition's box, but they don't have that killer instinct. They don't have that player. I think is going to score you twenty, twenty-five goals, thirty goals, and you know what I mean. It's um, that's got to be worrying because you know what I mean. If they need that second goal. Where they're going to get it from? You know what I mean. He's, he's continuing to play Bamford. He brings Bamford off again. Um, Nikitaya comes on for him again. You know what I mean? There's, like we just spoke about there um, about Cardiff and about substitutions and about about uh, mixing players up. Bamford knows every single game he's getting brought off at the same time every single game. That must be so disheartening for a centre forward. It must be absolutely heartbreaking because unless he scored two goals or one goal, he's getting dragged. He's getting dragged off. You know what I mean? And even if he scored his goal, he's still probably getting dragged off. So, you know what I mean? If he could play 90 minutes, could he could he could he score in the last 10 minutes of each game? It's hindsight's a wonderful thing because he's not getting that opportunity. But um, you know what I mean? I know Paddy from Middlesbrough days that he's a good player, but he's not scoring enough goals, and Leeds aren't scoring enough goals. But they're still up there and they're still challenging. And if Leeds do start playing well, scoring goals, putting teams to bed. Um, They'll be a, it'll be a bigger force than what they are, but seven goals in twelve games against 
You know what I mean? They're the only they're the only team in the league who hasn't got double figures against them. You know what I mean? So that's excellent. You know what I mean? And the um, and obviously Pierce is injured still. He didn't play. Uh, he pulled he pulled something the last time they played um, against uh, Millwall. Um, you know what I mean? So they're doing it probably without the best centre half. So you know what I mean? Leeds fans will be happy defensively, but. I a football fan wants to be entertained and if I was a Leeds fan I'd be going there with expectations to be entertained and they're not getting the entertainment you know what I mean I'm sure they'd want to probably win games 4-2 like West Brom are doing at times at home or QPR are doing and, and let a few more goals in and, and being entertained but Bielsa's getting right at the minute he's doing a good job and um, and they, beat, they got three points in the bargain um, and I know they've got a couple of uh, a couple of tough games coming up so um they play, uh, they play Preston away on Tuesday, and then they've got the local derby against uh, Sheffield Wednesday at the weekend. So, you know what I mean? I think their their credentials in the top two, top three, will be tested over the next next couple of couple of games because Sheffield and Preston mate, are both up there flying, and probably probably two more, two of the informed sides in the league at the minute. Yeah, I think um, the one thing I'd say about Paddy Bamford is um, like Nick Attire cannot do any more no. to get a start. He's got a yeah. hat trick for England at the twenty ones. He's been scoring for yeah. Leeds off the bench. Like yeah. and Paddy Bamford hasn't been. He must be thinking, come on, give me a start. Yeah. And he just doesn't he just doesn't he's got this thing of playing Bamford for an hour, Nick Attire comes on. Mm. I thought yeah, excellent, he... excellent finish, by the way. Um and run by the uh what was his name? Uh uh, Phillips got the goal. Phillips, yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very good, uh, good run. Yeah, um, there's a little bit of trouble in the ground as well. Um, some stewards got injured, and uh, BBC uh, Leeds commentator uh, Richard Wilford said it was the worst violence he'd seen inside a ground for some con- a considerable period of time. Um, right. Interesting. So I hadn't seen anything about that, no. but I came across it earlier. No. Um, but yeah, apparently there were some stewards who were injured by fans. Not nice. Not nice to wear. People no. don't go to a people don't go to a game to be hurt and to not come back and be, you know, it's no, it's not nice that. No. Next up, which was the uh, to me an even bigger surprise than the Charlton derby game. Uh, yeah, Luton, shock of the weekend. This Luton three, Bristol nil. Yeah, shock wow. of the weekend, but absolutely just to, well deserved. You know, what I mean, first half was a bit of a. Bit of a dead rubber, to be fair. You know what I mean? I think both teams huffed and puffed and created a couple of chances. But the second half started and, and Luton on the front foot just absolutely blew them away with um, creating chances. Uh, I thought R- uh, Rudick's goal, was, yeah, he cut in from the left-hand side and bent it in the top corner. Absolutely fantastic finish. Um, and then after that, Luton could have just blew them away. You know, I thought the second goal from Corn, it was excellent. Um, and then there was a, a nice on goal from Ashley Williams, which... Um, yeah, yeah, to be fair, if, if he didn't put it in, the centre forward was going to score anyway. So, yes. you know, it was irrelevant. You know what I mean? But the, defend, the attacker did his job and put him under pressure. And um, But, yeah, bad, bad day at the office of Bristol City. You know what I mean? And you're never going to win every game in this league. You know what I mean? But we talk, we talk about side, don't we, about the, the, the impact of the international break. And, you know what I mean? The time before the international break, Bristol City were unbeaten in about eight or nine games. So, it's come at a bad time for them. Um, you know what I mean? They'll have gone to Bristol City thinking... 
it's a good time to play them. You know what I mean? They've, they've been on a bad run before the international break. We're doing really well. We've got a couple of players back. We've got we've been able to work a little bit in training, etc. Uh, and then all of a sudden you take a bit of a, well, not a bit of a, you take an absolute hammering away at one of the uh, lesser sides. And, and you've got to pick yourself up now because they've got a couple of home games, Charlton through the week. Uh, and then Wigan next weekend. And, um, you know what I mean? The big, 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 big games. You know what I mean? Because Charlton obviously coming off a, a massive result. You know what I mean? But Bristol City now, they've, they've hit the stage of spending all this money that they're in expectation to go and win games. And, the manager's expecting to win games and you can't afford to go and get beat uh, against a smaller size 3-0 because uh, we know what this league's that brutal that people end up losing their jobs if not, people aren't careful. No, and Wigan are in a great uh, great bit of form as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a quick one. I um, I thought Ryan uh, Tennycliffe was absolutely outstanding. Uh, yeah, for, he's a good, uh, a good tidy player. Yeah, tidy player. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm massively impressed with... Um, uh, with the centre forward with uh, with Collins, James Collins. Yeah, um, very good, isn't he? Yeah, I just uh, my concern when it started the season, and, and it was it was mentioned in the middle of the game on the first on the first Friday night of the, of the, of the season is could he do it in this league? He's done it in League Two, he's done it in League One. Can he do it in the Championship? And I was a little bit like, ah, oh, yeah, it's a little bit of a step above. You know, he's played every single game. Um, he's leading the line really well. He's chipping in with the goals. He's he's creating chances. He was unlucky not to score at the weekend um, before the own goal. And um, and do you know what I mean? I'm, it's pleasing to see these like romantic stories from players who've who've, who've who've come up through the leagues because you know what I mean. There's, there's probably no players work harder than people like James Collins. Do you know what no. I mean? To to get where he is, so it's it's really pleasing to see. Yeah, um, and speaking of romantic stories, uh, Reading beat Preston one nil to give uh, Mark Bowen his yeah. first win as manager. Yeah, strange one. Strange, I'll, I'll talk about the appointment straight away because uh, I know a few people had a, had a say on Twitter. Um, Danny Gabadon was quite um, quite vocal about it that he was sporting director, so he was in charge of interviewing managers. So instead of interviewing managers, no, sorry, he did interview managers, but decided to give himself the job because he thought he was the best option, the best fit for the job. Do I agree with it? Well, the proof's in the pudding, mate, and the proof's in the results. You know what I mean? So you can't do any better in your first game than to beat Preston North End one nil at home. So you keep a clean sheet, and you haven't done that for a while because they're probably one of the the probably one of the worst um, form sides in the league. You know, when I mean? you're going back since the 31st of August, uh, no, sorry, the the 27th of August was the last victory and that was in the cup game. You know what I mean? They've lost or drawn every game since. You know what I mean? So to keep a clean sheet was. Was something that the supporters probably never dreamed of against against no. Preston, who, who free scoring, um, doing well. It's, sometimes it's the way you win it as well. You know, he's a 97th minute winner. Um, you know what I mean? And we spoke about Puskas. You know what I mean? Puskas has played um, for Romania through the week. He's had a couple of games. He's he's, he's their regular centre forward for Romania, so he's he's he's, he's He's not too shabby, is he? You know what I mean? He's uh, I mean, he's playing the championship, so he's, he's he's having a he's having a he's having a decent season, just not obviously hitting the ground running with uh, with Reading at the minute. You know what I mean? The scoring goals, but I thought he was back to a little bit of his best on, uh, yeah. on Saturday, and yeah, looked sharp, looked dangerous, and should have scored. Um, but he's he looks like a confidence player that he didn't score. His head went down a little bit, and he was he was looked lacking a bit of confidence. But he got in the areas, he looked dangerous, and obviously he's had a had a good couple of weeks away with the country. Um, and come back and 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 hit the ground running and was flying and and probably deserved a goal with his with, with his performance. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought Puskas looked back to his, or at least looked better. His first touch, everything just looked a bit sharper. He looked sharp, um, yeah. With the Mark Bowen thing, I think Mark Bowen's a very big coach. He was very good for Wales. Yeah. Um, I just find it a bit of a, a weird situation that he would make the decision to give himself the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he to me that should be out of his hands. And yeah. if, if he was interviewing people for the job and then decided, oh, I think I want the job, then he should have then said to the chairman or the owner or whoever, oh, look, I've interviewed these people. I think I could do a better job or I think I'm the best for the job. And then done it that way. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I'd, have loved, I'd have loved to know who he interviewed. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So you know what I mean. Just just so I can just so I can I can make my own opinion. You can make your own opinion of of is he the best fit? Because he, he could have been the best fit for the people who he interviewed. He could yeah. have been the best fit, and there's and there and there's us making these, these assumptions and and judgments of oh, you know what I mean. He's only he's only saying this, but he could have been that he could have been that the the right fit at the right time for that football club, and and based on results, clean sheets, hundred percent record. You know what I mean? He's 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 had the best possible start. Yeah, spot on. So, speaking of uh, starts, Stoke City 2, Fulham 0. Yeah, um, I was... Um, well, well, I, wasn't, well. I, I wasn't surprised because, obviously, uh, they've, um, they've turned a corner massively. Um, and uh, Campbell scored his first goal. I didn't know it was Kevin Campbell's son until, um, until Kevin put something on Twitter on um, Saturday night, which it just obviously runs in the blood that... Dad and son just enjoy scoring goals and are powerful and and just love ragging defenders all over and uh, and smashing the back of the net. So obviously pleasing to see and um, Fulham are underachieving, same as Cardiff. You know what I mean? They're, they're not really hitting the heights of what we expected at the start of the season, and, and obviously they're not they're not falling away. You know what I mean? They're not too far behind, but you know what I mean? That you look at their side on paper, you've got Mitrovic, you've got Reed, you've got Kearney, Calavero, Knockart, um, Ream. Brian Mawson, you know what I mean. Ah, Harriata, you know what I mean. Yeah, after what I've just said there, I'm gonna I'm gonna take out what I've just said there. Massively underachieving. That team that should not be good. That, that team should be doing a lot better than what they are and sitting in tenth in the league. You know what I mean. That that's not good enough. But don't take anything away from uh, from Stoke City. I thought they were excellent. You know what I mean. But we spoke earlier about percentages and in, in possession. Seventy-eight um, percent Fulham had and didn't score a goal. 22% Stoke City and you win the game 2-0. You know what I mean? Campbell scored the first. Lee Gregory gets the, the, get, 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 get the, the, the second from the penalty spot. And, you know, I can see, um, I can see Stoke City side going on a, going on a mini run and, and flying up that league. Uh, they play Sheffield Wednesday next uh, through the week and then they've got Millwall away. So they've got a couple of, couple of toughies, but the league's not easy. You know what I mean? It's never easy, but now there was Fulham. You know what I mean? They had gone in on Saturday thinking they were, they were in for a really tough game and then all of a sudden you... You're beating on paper the best team in the league, and they're keeping a clean sheet. Yeah, the uh, international break done for Derby and uh, uh, Derby, Bristol, Fulham. Some big, uh, big some guns, big, yeah. Big, big sides, victims yeah. of it. Yeah, um, big sides. And if those lads have been away, I know Mitrovic has been away for his country. Um, if other teams have been, if other players have been away as well, maybe that, that has an impact that the, that the players aren't training together and working on stuff. That they're not having that, that opportunity, but. 
you know what I mean? This this is what makes it, I suppose, interesting. You know what I mean? I'm not a big fan of it because I want the consistency and I want the continuity and I want to see if, if a team can go on this kind of run. But, you know what I mean? For the likes of uh, Stoke City, the, I think an extra week's training has, 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 has obviously helped Jones' side. And, you know what I mean? His, his, um, his enthusiasm and his celebration after the game on Saturday was absolutely fantastic. And if anyone questions his desire and passion for that football club then just look at his celebration after because do you know what if there's if there's a if there's a football fan and a stoke city fan who 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 enjoyed that victory more than he did on saturday then uh, i'll eat me hat because you know i mean for what i saw that was no act by the way that was just pure pure emotion yeah he's been under a tremendous amount of pressure and i'm so yeah. glad so glad they didn't pull the trigger and sack him yeah yeah me too we were saying for a couple of weeks before they started winning again that they're not as you know they they've had a bit of unluck, unlucky with Joe Allen got sent off they were playing a bit better and you could see yeah. they were getting there and getting there and now they look like the team that we expected at the start of the season. Yeah. Um, I thought Joe Allen, by the way, today uh, or Saturday was superb. I thought he was. Yeah, back to his back to his consistent best mate. Well, and I think that's the key. You know, I mean, there's teams who, who who have these players who can who can run the games. We're speaking about the number tens. We're speaking about the, the potential of Tomlin, Pereira, um, the knockouts. You know what I mean? The um, the glitches. You know what I mean? Joe Allen's in that. He's in that bracket, if not one of the best players in the league by a country mile. But because they've been struggling, he got himself sent off. A lack of form, lack of confidence. You know what I mean? It's been a bit of a stop-start season. But when he's flying and confident, there's no one better. And um, and if he's playing well and dominating games in midfield, it's freeing up space for for other players and, and wide men and and you know what I mean the Tom Inces and the Campbells and the um, the Lee Gregories and and other players and um, and Lucas and you know what I mean the you know I mean the inundated with good players and attacking players and uh, and I'm sure um, I'm sure they will go on a good on a good run and and attack that top end of top half over Christmas and uh, and then they'll they'll restock and. And see where a realistic aim is. Yeah, restock. What a team, by the way, they've got. You'd all those oh. players you just named off, like. Oof. Yeah. Scary, isn't it? Well, that's what I mean. Underachieving. Right, it's fine to start of the season, and you know, I mean, the emotion of the manager at the end of the game showed how much how much pressure he's been under, how much it meant to him. But now he's got to regroup and go again, and and you've got a couple of hard games this week, and and it needs points on the board because you know, what I mean, it's you can't live on one game. You know, what I mean, they're, they're beating one of the best ties in the league, but. You know what I mean? They need uh, they need to win more games. Yeah, indeed. They, they, yeah, there's there's like three or four teams who've got these squads which are just like they're like super championship squads where yeah, they're just so so good. It's like yeah. nothing it's that we've seen form, before. Man. Just jealous. I'm just jealous. I'm jealous of it. You know what I mean? I'm absolutely. You know, I'm just jealous of it because it's just it's what you want to see. You know what I mean? I, I look at people's benches and think, oh, you know what I mean? It, mm. it, it, he could walk into any championship team in, you know what I mean, the land and, you know what I mean? And he's on the bench. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's heartbreaking. So, final game. Wigan won. Forest nil from yesterday. Forest won. Oh, comes to an end. Didn't, didn't see it happening, mate, to be fair. I didn't, uh, I didn't expect it to happen. I, you know, when I seen, uh, when I seen the, the game was on, and you know what I mean. I, I I looked at the teams and thought this has got 
He's got Nottingham Forest all over it. You know, I think uh, Wigan are slowly and surely getting players back. Um, Josh Windass was back on the bench. Um, Massey, back, well, to be honest, Massey's he's, he's in form. He's, he's creating things. He's an attacking-minded player. Um, and you know what I mean? And, 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 I, and I think they've turned the corner a little bit, you know. But I was, I was surprised with Nottingham Forest. I think, um, obviously, the international breaks had, a, had another impact on another big club. And, you know, you know what I mean. Especially playing on the Sunday, they had they had an opportunity to to play with no pressure and to to get back under the top of the table and to drop three points with Leeds winning and West Brom winning and Swansea getting a point and QPR getting closer to them. You know what I mean? It was a, it it made it out to be a, a, a even worse result than than what it than what it was originally. Yeah, it was. It was a bad result. Um, we're going to be pretty good the last couple of weeks. Yeah, they're picking um, up, picking up. Yeah, I mean, I think they're, they're not scoring enough goals, but they're not letting a lot in at the same time. That um, got beat last week, didn't they? By Sheffield Wednesday, one nil. Beat Birmingham the week before. You know what I mean? Then lost against Fulham. Beat Charlton two nil. So, you know, I mean, they're not scoring a lot of goals, but they're not conceding a lot either. So they're staying in games for long periods, and I think that's the most important thing in the championship. That if you're in games, um, that you've got a chance to win it. You know what I mean, and, and and sometimes a team like Wigan will take um, take a draw and and move on because you know what I mean. It's another point on the board, for example, where the but they go they go ahead against Nottingham Forest or anyone in this league, then they're, they're strong enough to to keep a clean sheet and 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 to back themselves. And you know that they've uh, what eighteenth in the league, fourteen points out of uh, out of twelve games. So I think they'll take that. You know yeah. what I mean? Because for me, I, th- I think probably since the Cardiff game, they haven't really hit. Um, the heights which everyone expected after the first game of the season, but the, you know what I mean. So there's a little bit of inconsistency, but they're winning enough games at the minute to churn over a mid-table team. Yeah, and the thing is with these teams, they keep clean sheet, keep clean sheet, stay in the game, and that's where they pick up their wins throughout the season. Is they stay in the game long enough, and then every now and again they'll pick up a win, one nil, two one. Sometimes they won't, sometimes they will, but that's yeah. where they pick up their wins against the big clubs. Yeah, but Sai, that's 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 the championship, and if that's yeah. the, the way if that's the way that you're going, you're you're going down, then uh, you're going to go down, and 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 I'd be happy with that because you're going to gain more points than you are if you're going to just kind of try and stay in games and draw games. You know what I mean? It's about winning games and getting three points on the board. So if you're winning your home games, losing your way, instead of hanging in games and drawing here and there, you know what I mean? You're going to pick more points up throughout the season by trying to win these games at home, you know what I mean, against big sides because there's no point writing the game off and saying, right, we're playing Fulham this week, right, we can beat Barnes in two weeks, so let's save our players for that game. Forget that. Try and win every game you can because once you get that golden number, 40, 42 points, um, you can start looking up then and thinking, right, whoa, well, if we've got 40 points, we've still got 20 games to play, you know what I mean? So we can get 60, 65, 70 you know what I mean? The playoff, the playoff number. You know, so teams. You know, what I mean, there's always going to be a surprise, and you know what I mean. And 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 if teams can get on a decent run and and, and picking off good sides, and other teams have got a chance. Yeah, spot on. So uh, to finish off, we'll do our uh, couple of questions, couple of uh, segments. We've got a uh, two for two. First of all, uh, where myself and Andy pick up two big performances, moments, or players, and two nightmares for the weekend. So uh, I think we started on the downs last week. So let's start on the ups. Who you got for the um, first? Up, I've gone for a game. Um, well, I've gone for, a, a, for one of my ups. I've gone for a game. I've gone Barnsley against Swansea. I've gone uh, Freddie Woodman and uh, Collins, both goalkeepers. 
Uh, I thought both of them were absolutely excellent. Collins is wonder saves. So instead of just picking one, because I did originally pick Woodman for his saves uh, for Swansea, but but then uh, Collins did the best save of the game, so I couldn't really miss him out. So it was a a goalkeeping extravaganza at um, at Orkwell for me because I thought they were both absolutely fantastic, and neither goalkeeper um, deserved to be on the losing side. No, spot on. I um so my first app is Bakuna from Huddersfield. Nice. Three three goals in three games coming off the bench. And he's been yeah. a huge part of their revival with his goals and his yeah. attitude and he's he he breathes energy into the team at the end of games when they need something a bit different. He's picked up some important goals. So yeah. Uh, he was my first one. Good. You got for your good, second good. one, mate. Um, we won't be surprised. I've gone for Eze just for his, his, his two runs. Well, forget his two penalties because for me, the, it was his two runs. His first run, got his got the ball in his own half, dribbled direct pace, power, skill, um, drove in the box, got his penalty. And then he, he showed a different side of his game, which I haven't seen is, is trickery. You know what I mean? So he, he got in the box, showed quick feet, went down, definite penalty. Uh, and then composure. You know what I mean? I, I've said earlier on about his penalty and said that I don't believe it should have stood, but it's the arrogance in a good way and it's his composure, which he has that um, belief in himself to do it. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd, have, I'd have wept myself and wouldn't have dared mm-hmm. do it, but you know what I mean? For him to do it, fair play to him. And you know, it just shows the confidence of the boy. You know what I mean? So he's only young. Um, he's got loads to learn still, but you know what I mean? He's ripping the league up at the minute and causing some good signs and poor signs, problem after problem, week in, week out. Yeah, it's every week, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so after not giving it to a Cardiff player all season, and I gave it to Danny Ward last week, I've gone yeah. for two weeks in a row and given it to uh, Lee, Lee Tomlin. Lee Tomlin. Not, not surprised. Not surprised. Yeah, sublime free kick. Really oh, showed his, showed his quality, and yeah. um, you know it was a big moment in the game as well. Not just the fact that he did it, but did it when it was needed. Um, yeah. And like we discussed earlier, if he gets a run of games, he can be that creative spark that can yeah. start kind of season where they should be going. There's uh, not okay. many people sat in this league who, 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 who can show those moments of class, you know what I mean, like that, you know what I mean, in, in, at the times when teams need them, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean, he, he's, he's got that X factor, you know what I mean? And, and, and these are the kind of players which this show and the championship is, is what we want to talk about all the time. So long may that continue. Yeah, spot on there, mate. Uh, who's your first down? Uh, my first down, I've gone for uh, Cameron McGeehan for uh, Barnsley. Uh, he missed two apps. I didn't name him earlier on in the game because I just wanted to give him a, a proper send off here. Um, two of the worst, send- two of the worst misses, mate. I've seen, I've seen him on game. You know, you know. What I mean, when when Barnsley are really struggling and they're creating chances, what they are, I haven't seen anything like it at times. You know that. It- it's just zero composure, zero confidence. I get that. I've been a centre forward myself. I've I've been there when things aren't going for me, but you know what I mean? But you take the you take the praise when it's there, but also you've got to take the negatives and you've got to take the, the rubbish when it's there as well because you know what I mean he'll have it he won't have enjoyed watching the highlights. We all we all enjoy when we play well and we score a goal and, and you want to be watching match of the day or the highlights on sky and you and you and you drive back home really quickly to watch the game but you know what I mean? I can imagine he didn't uh, pick a newspaper up, pick social media up, or watch the TV all weekend after uh, after his display the week on Saturday. Yeah, I've also gone for Cameron McGeehan. Um, he missed 
the two chances and the one where he balloons it over the bar was just, yeah, just awful. And I've I got to say, I thought his overall performance was pretty dreadful as well, apart from yeah. his chances. Yeah. Um, and look, Bar- Barnsley can't afford to, to, to drop points. No. Um, or should I say, they can't afford to miss chances like that, which means yeah. they drop, drop points because, yeah. you know, they need as many points and goals as they can get. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, who you got next, mate? If you're down, uh, mixed it really. I've proper mixed it up here. I've gone for the Millwall team. Um, oh, I went or, for the team as well. I've gone for the Millwall, and I've gone that you cannot be two 0 up with six minutes to go uh, and get B three two. You know what I mean? That that. And I thought to myself, shall I go to a, the, the back five? It's not the defender's fault. It's the whole team. If you aren't attacking. You know what I mean? The manager's got to take the blame. The coaches have to take the blame. You're bringing centre-forwards off, sticking defenders on and sitting as a team and trying to defend. They're not good enough to defend. And that showed in six minutes that you give away a game and a result which they desperately needed. Um, And it would have been the result. But it would have been the result of the weekend for them to win. You know what I mean? It'd be two and a lot coasting to lose the game there. The whole 16 plus the manager and the coaching staff deserve to be on my second down. Yeah, so for my second one, I was going to go for Millwall, and I um, the capitulation, capitulation, good word, showed, good word, which they showed in their uh, six minutes at the end of the game. But I actually went for Bristol City because I felt like they just didn't turn up on Saturday, um, yeah. and we've been very complimentary about Bristol all, all season. Um, yeah, we have. Lee Johnson's done a good job, hasn't he? He's done an excellent job, and yeah. I just thought that it was. Pretty disgusting performance all round. Yeah, was good not good. Yeah, but this is this yeah. is this is this side, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's not. This isn't personal towards teams. You know what I mean? We're working on facts here. You know what I mean? Because we've given the yep. praise where praise is due. Um, week in week out for Bristol City, we've given Millwall some massive praise when they beat Leeds United uh, the week before. Um, you know what I mean? They defended resolutely, resolutely. Um, against Leeds United, but then they're going to capitulate against a lesser lesser team. So, you know, I mean, you've got to you've got to you've got to weigh things up a little bit, you know. So, you know, what I mean, if if it's not broke, don't fix it, so to speak. So, if you, for me, these sides got to get back to basics, and uh, and I'm sure this week won't be a, a nice week for certain teams in training. Spot on, yeah, and I agree, mate. It's okay. To finish off, we'll uh, take some questions. <laughs> Guys, you can send questions for Andy each week to facebook.com slash acecastnation or Twitter at acecast underscore nation using the hashtag acenationarmy. Or email uh, ace network contact at gmail.com. Uh, okay, so first up, we've got who was crazier, Emerson or Gaza? I've seen that one. Uh, easy, 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 easy. Uh, they don't come any crazier than Gaza. You know, like on the pitch, off the pitch, he's such a character. You know what I mean? Emerson was, uh, he was nuts, but couldn't lay a figure on Gaza. You know, that um, oh, Gaza notoriously and famously um, stole a bus. Um, the team bus at Middlesbrough, and you know what I mean. It, it, this isn't. This is just. This is normal. It's not normal. This is normal for Gaza. Not normal for a normal person, but normal for Gaza. And yeah, it was, it was a character, great to play with, great to have in and around the dressing room. But 
Yeah, they don't uh, don't become any any crazy. I mean, it's just heartbreaking. I know we spoke about this last week. Heartbreaking that the way things have folded in his in his life, really. Yeah. Uh, if you could sign one player for Cardiff and one player for Borough in January, who would you sign? Uh, and it says within reason, so like not Ronaldo yeah, and Messi. Yeah. Um, I would love Bradley Dak to sign for Cardiff. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You know, I mean that's unless Lee Tomlin plays week in week out, or I'd even play them both because I'm sure they both complement each other. Um, Bradley Dak is for me one of the best and most creative players. Um, in the championship, I think he's yeah, he's absolutely excellent. Uh, Middlesbrough's an interesting one because you know what I mean. Uh, Middlesbrough are desperate to score goals, and they do create a few chances need to score goals. And um, if you if you're talking about players within the league, um, I'd probably go. I'd love Middlesbrough to go and sign someone like Ollie Watkins and 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 have somebody who's in form, and you know, or uh, or a, or a Jared Bowen. You know what I mean? A player who's who's doing it in the championship who wants to go to the next level. You know what I mean? Because there's no point in them signing um, Charlie Austin, for example, on loan, who it would be a sideward step or a backward step. You know what I mean? It needs to be someone who wants to go to that next level or wants to push his career on. You know what I mean? I'm all for loans in, in certain respects, but if players are just doing it to see out the careers or to um, put themselves in a shop window, it doesn't always work. And, Middlesbrough aren't in a position where they can afford that to happen. No. Uh, final question. Fulham are looking a bit hit and miss at the moment. Yeah. Is it is it possible that with this squad they will not go up? Oh, certainly possible. It will be one of the biggest shocks in Championship history if they don't, I believe, because even if they finish sixth in the playoffs, I still would expect them, their big players, to turn up in three games and get them over the line in the playoffs. I do believe that. Um, but no team on paper has got the divine right to get promoted at the same time. that um, uh, I think something will have to go drastically wrong for them not to go in the playoffs. You know, I think they've got too much on paper and too much quality. Um, but if they don't get in the playoffs, I can't see Scott Parker being there no. long term if, 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 if he doesn't achieve that, uh, that remit because that must be a minimum. The minimum remit of Fulham this year must be playoffs and if that doesn't happen, and they've failed miserably, massively. And the amount of players they would leave and go out the door will be massive because the Mitrovic would leave. Uh, obviously, Bobby Reid on loan. He won't want to stay, I'm guessing. Knockout on loan won't stay. Calavero won't stay. You know what I mean? Will Alfie Mawson want to stay? You know what I mean? You've got, you've got all the kind of players. You know what I mean? The, the, the players are committed but commitment only lasts a short term in, 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 in championship life. And if teams are underachieving, you know what I mean? They've got every right to go and want to jump ship and go, go somewhere else or, ch- or change the lines and go to a different country, for example. And, you know what I mean? There's, they've, they've got a very good team on paper, but can they underachieve and not get promoted? Of course they can, yeah. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, so before we finish off with the fake Geordie lingo bingo, uh, we were requested that after our exceptional predictions at the start of the season, uh, we'd make some predictions <laughs> at the end of each week of uh, the next round of games to score. So we'll just do them really quick. Uh, we got uh, so Tuesday, Birmingham versus Blackburn. Oh, I'm going to go on the way win. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 oh, Blackburn. Yeah, I'll go 2-0 Blackburn. 
Millwell, Millwall, Cardiff. Um, uh, Millwall won't keep a clean sheet, so I'm gonna Cardiff will definitely score that game. I believe I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two one Cardiff again. Uh, I just, I just, I just don't think. I think after what happened on Saturday, I think it'll it'll still play on Millwall's minds. Yeah, I'm gonna go two nil Cardiff. Optimistic. Uh, Preston versus Leeds. Ooh, Preston lost. Leeds won. Leeds grind out results. Uh, I'm going to go draw. I'm going to go one all because I think Preston. I can't see Preston at the minute losing two games on the belt because uh, and not scoring in two games because um, because obviously they didn't score on Saturday against uh, Reading. So I'll go one all. Yeah, I'm going to go two two. Uh, QPR versus Reading. Um, two nil QPR. I think they're on fire and I think it will continue. Is a score two. Yeah, I think. I don't think QPR will keep a clean sheet, so I'm going to say 3-1. 7-6. Uh, yeah. Sheffield Wednesday versus Stoke. Oh, a tough one again, isn't it? You know what I know. Um, oh, oh, I think Stoke, I've turned a corner, but I don't believe they'll, I don't believe they'll go to Sheffield Wednesday and get a result, so I think uh, Sheffield Wednesday will win 1-0. Ooh, I'm going to go 1-0 Stoke. Uh, Swansea versus Brentford. Um, I do believe Swansea will turn it round and uh, and I think they'll go into the derby with a bit of confidence and I think they'll beat um, Brentford 2-0 Brentford 6-0 no um, <laughs> I had Brentford 3-2 uh, West Brom versus Barnsley oh, 4-0 4-0 to West Brom I just I uh, I don't know. I think I think someone someone soon is going to take a hiding off West Brom, and I do believe, and I, and I think unfortunately, uh, it could be on uh, Tuesday night. Yeah, I think three 0 uh, West Brom, uh, Bristol City, Charlton. Um, one team had a bad result Saturday. One team had a great result Saturday. I think the tides will turn this week, and I think Bristol City will be under that much pressure that will uh, they'll get themselves a victory, and it'll be two 0 I'm going to go one one. Uh, Derby versus Wigan. Uh, one team was under no pressure. Wigan. One team will be under severe pressure. Will be Derby. I think it'll be one all. I go for a draw. I think. I think. I fancy Wigan to uh, to stop this rot of winning and losing. I'm gonna go with one nil to Wigan. Why not? Uh, Fulham versus Luton. Oof. Well, Fulham have to win. They have to win. There's no, there's no, there's no doubt about it. They've got to, they'll dominate possession. You know what I mean? I think this, you'll see, you'll see probably the, the probably the most and the least possession this season in this game. And I think Fulham will win three uh, nil. Fulham two nil. I think to me, uh, Huddersfield versus Borough. Um, I would love. Borough win 4 0, but it won't happen. I'm going, I think Huddersfield will win 1 0. I'm going to go with 1 all. 1 all there, I think. And uh, lastly, Forest versus okay. Hull. I'll say, um, obviously, both had a, not a very good result at the weekend. Uh, Forest need to turn it around. Forest are strong at home, to be fair. So I can't see Hull getting a result. I think Forest will win quite comfortably. I'll go 2 0. Sweet. Okay. 
I'm going to go with one all again. Um, okay, and to finish us off, the soon-to-be award-winning feature segment, the fake Geordie bingo lingo, which I'm going to get a jingle made for and everything. <laughs> Come on, then, mate. Finish us right. off. Send right, us home, happy. So, right, so, um, obviously, me being from Middlesbrough, we have a, you know what I mean, so I'm not a Geordie. No, nope, that's why it's fake Geordie. So I am a smoggy. Yeah, there you go. Or I'm a, or I'm a smog monster. So it depends smog on smog monster. Smog monster. <laughs> so it just <laughs> it just depends. It depends how polite you're being. So obviously yeah, with I the see. with the amount of uh, I won't call it pollution. ICI. So it's ICI and it. it's the fumes and you know what I mean. It's why I've got two heads. So it's <laughs> <laughs> so where this hair's going. It's just, I blame pollution. Ah, right, I see. Oh, yeah, so I'm a smoggy, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, that's the one. I'm a smoggy or a smog monster. We'll go for smog monster. I like that one. Smog monster. Right, okay, then. That's what I'm going to address you as now on the text. <laughs> smog monster. That's going to change my name on me, on, on me, on me name on mobile, aren't you? Smog yeah, monster. That's it. Absolutely. Right. Uh, guys, you can find Andy on Twitter and at AndyCampbell32. You can find me at AceCast underscore Nation. Get in contact, let us know what you think, what you liked, what you didn't like. And uh, as always, send in your questions to Andy for next week in the usual places. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. It's a slightly longer show because we had little, uh, we talked about the Yeovil Town stuff, uh, which we wouldn't normally have addressed. But we did because it was a big story and we uh, talked about it last week. Andy, thank you for joining me, buddy. My pleasure, mate. Anytime. Loved it. And uh, guys, we'll see you next week. Cheers. Podcast Network.